0: Hello, internet friends, and welcome to episode number 116 of Final Boss TV. This is a Final Boss TV light episode. It's a third pass q and I'm joined by some nerds that are above wow. me. Wow. I know, right? So I'm joined by Greyhound in the middle. Say hello, sir. Hello. 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 <laughs> and and who? what What do you do on the internet?
1: I Curry craft paladins. I... Crush Rose dreams of playing Sob and I play Prot Paladin and Guardian.
0: Oh. Is that what you do? Yes. Fair enough. And then above above him, who actually made his bed, that's dreams. Hello, Thanks.
2: Hello. 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 Hello.
0: And what 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 do you do, sir? What do you do on the internet? What what why do you, people should care about what you're about to say to them for the next two hours?
2: I play a lot of tanks and five mans and push world best and high levels and mythic plus on beta. So I know uh-huh. a lot about the tanks and those.
0: How how high have you mythic keystoned up in beta right now so far?
2: Uh I think the highest speed was a fourteen. Ooh. Or a thirteen?
0: Yeah. Now how how difficult was that?
2: Uh it wasn't very fun from a tanking <laughs> pers- perspective.
0: Uh it wasn't very would fun. Not,
2: would not recommend.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: Nah, but it was pretty good. It was it was challenging and it was what I expected it to be. I'm sure 15s aren't gonna be able to. You're not gonna be able to just walk through them, which is good. I'm glad that they made them actually challenging.
0: Do you just because I'm gonna I'm gonna float with this real quick. So these episodes of the show are very much chat-driven. So chat questions of stuff will 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 bring up, um, and that's that's the whole way we get through the show. But you're bringing that up with mythic dungeons. Have you been keeping up with the? Uh... <sighs> The coverage from Gamescom and then Ian basically (laughs) said that, like, infinite loot from Keystone Dungeons is totally fine.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Um, someone linked that to me the other day. It's gonna be interesting because if you have just a group of five and you don't get anyone else's Keystones, I think you get about 45 pieces of loot a week, just from five players. Yeah, just from clearing it up to 10.
1: Actually, you get even is, more because you get the chest at the end of a week.
2: But. Yeah, so you have the extra piece of loot from that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be an obscene amount of loot. And it's going to be a great way to gear up alts, which I personally like a lot.
0: I think, well, it's not even, well, gearing up alts. It'll be gearing up your mains for split runs. Because yeah. I think what, what Sloot was saying during the interview was that basically, Blizzard has always tried to counteract the whole split run scenario, right? With, with only It only affects so many guilds, but those guilds it affects, even all the way down to in the top 100, like, I'm going to be doing one split, right? I have one yeah. main, one main, um, which I guess they, they're okay with that, but, like, the top, top guilds, they're going to be running, like, Serenity's going to run five, right? They might not now. They might change that mentality, but they run five, and that's not how the whole raiding race should be played. So now to, like, counteract that, I think they're just putting in here are mythic keystone dungeons. You can get a ton of loot equivalent to your split runs in smaller group formats at different hours of times, and you can do it all the time, whatever. Um, they might just try to like overwhelm you with that now, so that now do you run split runs to gear your mains, or do you just run your mains in main groups only and just do keystone dungeons before raids come out? Because- um,
2: I think the f- I think the first week you're gonna want to try and push a ten to get the chest at the end of the week that gives you an 880 piece because that's a mythic level equivalent so you basically go in or on Tuesday you log in open up your chest and you'll have a 880 piece waiting for you so I think that's going to be something you 100% want to do
0: That's Keystone 10 you said?
2: Yeah, if you complete a Keystone 10 you uh, will open your chest at the end of the week with an 880 eye level piece in it which can be (laughs) a piece of gear from any instance, any of the 8 or 9 which is pretty huge. If you get, say, like an 880 trinket before Mythic's open, that would be insane. Okay. And then, but for the split running Mythic Plus, since they nerfed the eye level that you get from some of the lower levels and the higher levels, it probably will be good to a certain extent, but then once you get to a certain eye level, you're going to need to run the raids and you're going to want the trinkets from raids as well as some of the other items from
0: raids. the other I'm typing in chat because it's a show, so I'm not gonna like shout out the subs, but um you, I mean, we 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 know this going forward that some parts of the the mythic keystone world will probably end up having BIS pieces for certain classes because of like. Of so yeah, and but that again, that comes with a weird caveat, right? so the the better gear you get for mythic raids, the higher you can push your keystone. Which then results in better mostly trinkets to get for those characters, because those itemizations, those trinkets can scale all the way up as high as well, not all the way up, right? But depending on how- Yeah, there's an
2: eye-level cap on the gear from the Mythic right. Plus, so it doesn't just exponentially scale out of control, sure. which would be ridiculous, but, but yeah. I,
0: there might be so a trinket Titanforged. that's- Titanforged. Sure, but it could be a trinket that's 5 or 10 eye levels below, like, the Mythic Emerald Nightmare trinket, but it's better optimized, so that would be a better trinket than what you would take from Emerald Nightmare.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, a good example is that would be, like, the Memento trinket, hmm. because it's static agility, and then it has a chance to proc Mastery, Crit, and Haste, okay. and burst. So that's obviously, if you're a class that has all those stats, like, really relatively close to each other, that could be something that's really good for you, and it can be best for you, for all of Emerald Nightmare, and possibly Nighthold. Right. And there's other trinkets like that for other classes, such as a like corner valor, um, and I think I saw there's a few tanking ones that are actually kind of good, that you could also use, which would to be best for raids.
0: Hmm. I mean, it's different from like a DPS perspective, because we'll be min-maxing a little differently than you guys will be, but I, yeah. I I imagine there could be in the same regard. Um, you can't pull up, oh, I, I want, I let me log off my demon hunter here, so I can actually pull up a dungeon journal, and try yeah. off my mini-map add-on, because that, it works again. Um, so that means that, like, are there any trinkets, before I start taking questions from chat, that you would want to bring up from a certain dungeon that is super good for, like, a tank to look out for? Um, hmm. Like, do you have I mean, a BIS list? Yeah, as a
1: tank. Um, I, I'm probably still going to be using Horn of Valor because it's just insane in terms that, of... Yeah. That that's from, from the f-
2: Halls, Halls of, Valor?
1: of Valor? Yeah. Yeah. It drops off the first
2: boss of Mythic, and then um, Mythic Plus, obviously, you just get it from the chest. But yeah, I think that's a good one for tanks if you're trying to be a little more offensive. The thing that's good is um, the Memento. That's the other one I use right now on my Demon Hunter on beta. I use the Memento. It's from Mob Souls. It's the one I was talking about where it's static agility, and it can proc all the stats, which is really strong, especially because Vengeance, all the stats are have their, have their own use, and they can be good. To good because Haste, Verse, and Crit, and Mastery all... Are pretty solid for demon hunters.
0: So your melee attacks have a chance to activate Screams of the Dead, granting you a random combat enhancement for eight seconds. Yeah. So what's what are the enhancements it can grant you?
2: Uh, it will give you either mastery, uh, crit, haste, or versatility.
0: So a secondary stat, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that for a tank, it's weird. Like obviously there is a a hierarchy of secondary stats now. But people are getting a little too hung up on that because almost for tanking, like every secondary stat is good to a certain like stat weighty point, but you really yeah. can't go bad with any secondary stat on like almost every tank, right?
2: They're just yeah, they're all pretty useful for vengeance and DK at least. um Gray, what do you think about the other ones?
1: Um, I mean, in reality, I was saying was the only tank-specific trinket that's possibly good that i remember off the top of my head is uh, impenetrable neurobian husk but it drops in violet hold so it's questionable because i don't think violet hold even exists on mythic plus
2: yeah it doesn't so it's
1: not something that you're gonna really farm once raids go out and yeah. even farming it before raid it drops from violet hold is just not something i would really want to rely on farming my gear because it's mean- like it V- the Violet boss can just not even spawn.
0: Violet Hold says 840 plus, but I guess just for Titan forging. Yeah, But yeah. That's, that's what's weird. So yeah, so Assault on the Violet Hold has no Mythic plus, and Court of Stars and Arcway are only Mythic, but they have Mythic plus. And then all the other ones have Mythic plus.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: It's only a little bit confusing. <laughs> only a little bit. I guess they did, couldn't make Violet Hold a conceivable uh, keystone dungeon because the bosses are random until the end. So. Yeah. They probably couldn't keep it locked down for that. But, I mean, you still could technically run Mythic Violet Hold and get a super Titanforged trinket. Which one were you talking about from?
1: A uh, new asset. The Scarab Blur dude.
0: Oh, the Impenetrable Nerubian Husk? Yeah. Your attacks have a chance to grant you armor every one second for 15. And it just gives you haste. You're talking about this from a prop pallet standpoint, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, haste is already one of our best stats. Sure. That's of the course. best stat, and then just armor. Armor is still ridiculously strong, despite how Blizzard sort of removed it, sort of didn't.
0: Okay. Yeah, armor bonus armor is gone, but armor is still on certain items. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Well, dang, that was a lot of... Because uh, that's the weird thing. People always bring up the, the Mythic Plus stuff. And on the last show, we had two DPS. And we were just kind of just like, yeah, there could be BIS trinkets. But until we get all of the simulation craft stuff out of the way, we're not going to be sure. But, like, there are good trinkets everywhere. And then we don't know how Keystone Dungeons are going to shake down for a DPS standpoint exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's... Until we actually get live, because Legendary's changed thing, and now with the game's confirmation. You brought this up before the show started. Dreams about like the whole like ranged are slightly better in raids, and melee are slightly better in Keystone dungeons, which is yeah. kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you only really bring four or so melee to a mythic raid anyway, so mm-hmm. that's
1: what I mean, it's a good thing, is that Enhancement Shaman still has their spot in CM slash mythic Pluses. Just wow. like they only wow. plays the lived for the last expansion or so. Well, what's weird
0: about that, you bring throwing some shade at my class now, is that like we're like a feral druid. We have like great tunnel damage, but like we're crap at everything else, and like more than half of the fights are all just single target fights. So we'll have mm-hmm. to see how that shakes down. Obviously, if we're like middle of the pack, 50th percentile, we're not great, we're not terrible. But it'll be a lot better than it was in Warlords, where if a fight didn't have Fire Nova ads, you're just awful. <laughs> just yeah, you're riding worst. the bench. Well, I didn't ride the bench in my guild, but many, you know, they yeah. were. You know, outside of Iliayo doing Mythic Imperator, and then they nerfed us, and then we were even worse. That we told Blizzard, don't let Fire Nova go live like this. It'll be too strong. And what do you know? It was too strong. So, mm-hmm. it's sad, but yeah. That's a thing. So yeah, chat, if you have questions about tank stuff, keep uh, let's have some questions from chat. So Dreams mains, you main Vengeance Demon Hunter, but you're also playing what else?
2: I main a Death Knight.
0: Oh, Death Knight, I guess. And then you... Yeah.
2: And then I'll have Demon Hunter as my alt that I'll oh, okay. do most of my five-man stuff on, probably.
0: Oh, fair enough. And then Greyhound, you are maining Prot Paladin.
1: Maining prod slash guardian for, like, the main spec and the alt and side maining a rogue, so I can play God Class DPS and never get benched because best DPS in the world.
0: Well, but which which spec of rogue is that? You're talking about that roll the bones, though, right?
1: I mean, any of them. I mean, not sub, because sub, I They're think, not... is, like, dead right now, but outlaw, for PvE, assassination, yeah. for... outlaw <laughs> and assassination are just God Class right now.
0: They're really good, yes. They're definitely really good. Um, I don't understand why top raiders are happy about <laughs> the add-on change, but I, oh everyone else. Oh, the add-on change. I guess we can talk about that. That just happened like literally an hour ago. Um yeah. in Slootbag's interview with Ian Acostas with Watcher at Gamescom right now, they released that in seven point one, which is the interim patch that has Karazhan and the mini-raid that'll happen before Nighthold comes out they are going to be breaking the range finder parts of add-ons so that like the rot chaos add-on is dead the the Rock add-on that tells you where to go is dead the arrow pointing you to a location is dead uh all that is dead do you i don't know Greyhound. what do you think good bad change I,
1: I feel like in a way it can be a good change because if you look at the race i know it might have not affected it but say radar help Serenity now so much in the races Paragon,
3: mm, okay. because
1: from what I remember, Paragon was just using some complex geometry to not burn each other. Okay. And they didn't come up as an add until later. I'm not sure. That's from what I remember. So, I mean, it, they want to negate some things like that, where you having an active sort of sort of active coder who's strong with weak horse and all of that on your team can give you a really strong advantage.
3: Right. At
1: the same time, I'm looking at bosses like Spellblade, tachandrias star Augur, and mm-hmm. i'm just like i really don't want to do them without range i don't i don't exactly care if say it doesn't track exact x y coordinates but i want to be able to get slash range check going or anything yep. else that tells me the distance say looking at thinking back at imperator and high mall there's a wonderful mechanic where tanks explode for damage and 30 yard radius or something like this you yeah, you don't mark, really want to be playing man, playing guess and check of oh am i gonna get clip this or not you really want to be sure is that you're not gonna get blown out by a tank yeah,
2: yeah. i think that's to me the most annoying part is the no more range radar mm-hmm. because the add-ons are great but everything is doable without the like the you can do it without the radar and i think max pointed something out earlier about how it only really the radar only really helps you a lot if you did it before rings, because after rings it made it a lot easier, because you wouldn't be in that phase as long, and you do not have to heal sure. through as much. So Yeah, there,
0: there are some fights that are definitely going, like, um, Grand Magistrex Elisande, she is designed to have a Rot-Chaos weak aura. Mhm. In Mythic, anyway. And if they're killing that, I mean, obviously you gotta like, GET GOOD, SCRUBS! Right? Like the whole internet outcry. Um... But I, I do think there's a, there's a back and forth on that. Sometimes you need certain information to be displayed to you to react to it, but then obviously the Rot Chaos weak Aura did sort of incredibly trivialize the entire like one of the hardest during progression aspects of Mythic Archimonde, and obviously the phase the the Nether phase stuff with the Weekora telling you what position to go to based on um the timers of the two, the four different debuffs right so you didn't kill your entire raid group
1: well that that's not mm-hmm. getting nerfed yeah that's still going to be a thing right. yeah
0: that stuff is fine but no like the rock chaos stuff is dead the the cormrock where is my hand to stand in that's going to be dead so mm-hmm. if 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 they don't sort of go back in and tweak some of these boss fights they already have designed then.
1: I mean, what's basically going to happen with mechanics like Cormorack and so on is you're gonna print out a map. Well, somebody <laughs> in place will print out a giant yeah. map of the floor. They will cut out a tiny corner of the floor, and you will oh. remember every single crack in that floor, and you know exactly where to stand.
0: You will put it like over your screen? Like, yeah, just oh, do that no. Overlay. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: I mean, to be fair, this is also similar to the um, world quest mechanic from Karantor, where you have to remember the past. So it'll be a, it'll mm-hmm. be like one of those fun mini games. Remember, match the tile patterns.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's gonna bring back a different level of skill that we haven't seen in a long time. There was some mumbling on Twitter that the the actual like numerical range finder will still be there. Like you can tell like you're like six, eight yards from someone but there won't be a way to draw that on the screen anymore or know where mobs are in relation, so, Mm.
2: yeah. I think the range radar, for Emerald Nightmare at least, without uh, Dragons of Nightmare, without range radar is going to be kind of annoying. Oh,
0: Yep. Because you're just going to, oh, whoops.
2: I, I, I moved in one second too early. Or something, and then you're just gonna get stunned for 30 seconds, and that's gonna be so annoying.
0: Now, they could make that easier. They can draw, you know, when you cast Halo on a priest, maybe. Yeah,
2: you can do the circle, yeah. Right,
0: like on the outer edge of like bosses that have these crazy auras, there could be a faint line. Um, They're gonna have to communicate that because if we can't do it with add ons now, we are actually at a just disadvantage of of information. And you just gotta guess and get it right.
2: I think it'd be cool if they just, for all ranged mechanics, um, similar to how the um, Mark of Doom tank debuff works on Manoroth, if there was just that circle, um, so you could see. That'd be really helpful, and that mm-hmm. would definitely be a good change, I think. okay. Cause you know how it'll show you the radius that's- or the diameter of what you're gonna explode, and then the person with the debuff can see it, but other people can't, so it doesn't clutter everything. Right. So, if you have a debuff that's going to explode and it's a five yard radius, or five yard, yeah, five yard radius, you'll see the circle, but other people won't, so it doesn't just clutter the screen with debuff with those circles if like four or five people get a debuff.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to do something. At least going forward. Um, but I mean, if they've had this known for a while, then hopefully they'll make amends. The problem is we've raid tested these bosses, especially in Nighthold, Um, with toward the end with some of these add-ons already created and uh, now they're just not gonna work and um, I wonder what's gonna happen January late January early February when the race starts Uh, and someone tweeted me that there are already workarounds in place but like if the top guilds are gonna try to make these workarounds that work around an actual like change to the the game then they could just get banned so don't be stupid (laughs)
1: But it, it really depends, and I know that, say, is a workaround, and I'm going to say this so it gets nerfed, so I don't have to deal with it. Sure. But, say, workaround for targeting enemy ranges is, you can check how any, how many enemies are within, like, certain radius of you sort of accurately by running just spells and seeing what error yeah. message they pull up. Sure. So, if, if you can have some, say, like, friendly target abilities so with smaller range, you can still... Just have it tell you, well, this person is that far away, this person is that far away, and so on. Right. And and then if you have, say, some massive raid add-on, like, say, access Raid Tools, yeah, you might also be able to pull all of the data and then do fun, fun geometry, trigonometry to figure out sort of position.
0: I think there'll definitely be things that, that arise that will circumnavigate this, but if, if people try to make, like, add-ons that do it, like, by brute force... Kind of like when max camera first came out after the uh when max camera first came out after they nerfed the 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 camera, scroll distance. Distance, the camera distance that's basically like that's borderline gray area bannable because you are going against a game decision and a hard lock system change with an add-on that changes how the game would work obviously they've reverted that and they gave us 2.6 which 2.6 is totally fine 2.6 mm-hmm. is, is more than enough But so if if people try to find ways that still draw on your screen and figure out ranges and stuff like that, then they're going to be don't. Don't risk getting banned for something that stupid. All right. I mean,
1: what's going to happen if people find those ways is it's just not going to be published on all of the add on websites. Well, no, but that's not going to be streamed and it's just going to be used off camera in top guilds.
0: Well, it's going to be hard for top guilds to not use those to put in their kill video to show that they got something for a world first. Or, of course, GMs watch them when they're raiding and they don't obviously see your add ons from their GM perspective. But if they're flying around in their GM space and see a certain pattern evolving of, like, how you keep doing the same movements over and over and over again, there's ways to investigate. So, they're not stupid. <laughs> I just don't, the, 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 the weird, like, tumultuous nature of, like, the top, top guilds and, like, trying to break the game to, like, get every edge they can is sometimes a little bit overzealous. So, we'll see how that works out. But what question we have in chat? Let's see. Oh, and not to make the bearer of bad news, but like if you're from either of these two guests communities and you're used to trolling them in their chats, I'm just going to ignore your stuff in chat because that's not what the show is about. So if you just keep spamming stuff, then my mods will probably just time you out. Let's see. Oh, Skull, Talking about Final Fantasy. Have some people using external timers, but nine intended spell effects. Um, boss fights have that circle. I mean, yeah, but you don't want WoW to become Wildstar. (laughs) Wildstar, everything is telegraphs. And, you know, I guess it's, it's good for transparency, but it's also like... Every boss just has, don't stand in their circle telegraph, don't stand in their rectangle telegraph, don't stand in their star telegraph, right? Like, everything is like that in that game. I mean,
1: from what I remember from Wildstar, it's a bunch of ex developers, so clearly they left the dev team before the decision to ban AVR and AVE was made, so sure. that's why they're fine with it. <laughs> right.
0: And the question in chat about, like, when's that coming out? Patch 7.1, which is Return to Karazhan, comes out before the Nighthold which will probably come out right after BlizzCon, if not early December. So they've already confirmed that. It's between Emerald Nightmare and Nighthold. But we'll get probably, I'm assuming, like a Hellia raid, like a one-off Helia Onyxia-style raid, because it's going to complete the story in Stormheim. So there's that. But, um, yeah, why did you do this? You could, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that it's going to come out before Nighthold, for sure. It, it's going to. They've already confirmed that. So. Um They would have to disable the calculate distance add-on, and that would be a lot of calculations to do every time instead of just requesting XY positions so you need data from other players to probably do it right. And the devs would see that. Yeah, they'll see they'll see patterns evolving, they'll see things. Um
2: Let's... You can answer Dave of Canada's question. Do the importance of Mythic Plus.
1: Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, should we prioritize uh, getting our optimal Mythic Plus Specs artifact behind our main spec for the sake of optimal farming? Uh,
2: Is there like
0: a, a breakpoint there or something? You can
2: level up two artifacts at a pretty similar rate. Uh, there's actually a s- spreadsheet that shows how much artifact power you can put into one and yep. put into your off spec at the same time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have that handy to link, but that's really helpful. You can determine exactly how much units to put in your off-spec, but to answer that, you should always put the most points into your main spec for rating, if that's like your primary focus, and then you can put some points into your off-spec as well for Mythic Plus to help you get the gear from that as well.
0: Yeah, no, um, Mr. Ask Mr. Robot made a graph. It's yeah. pretty easy to keep your off-spec pretty close, um, but... If you put any points into your off spec to a certain degree, you're just slowing down your main, since it takes roughly a hundred days anyway to get your main spec 34 or 34, and then like another hundred days to go 54 or 54 if mm-hmm. you're paragoning. Like mean, getting like that one paragon point is more beneficial, um, but it depends on what kind of spec you're playing. Like I play enhancement shaman; I don't give a crap about resto or elemental, so I'm just gonna yeah. go all doomhammer baby, but on my demon hunter, I probably want a tank on my alt, so I want to go, you know, 100%, 80% keep that balance going. But there's the yeah. blog post in chat, so check that out. I mean, yeah,
1: personally, can... as like say between mating a DPS on a rogue, which are just sort of known for switching specs based on fight and playing a tank, I would say that on my tank too and I'm going to be a uh, I would say rushing. I have a current goal of 22. Artifact Traits. After that the value sort of drops up, so like I might even put in Say 13 14 points into red even before that point Hmm. and then also keeping it up to some extent as per rogue say Probably number one spec to raid is possibly assassination possibly outlaw. I'm not sure Assuming you say even if I'm raiding an assassination, I would put Say 18 points 19 points. I think it's around that mark into assassination and then try to catch up Outlaw, because really, especially for DPS, some of the aspects they're really easy to catch up in, in a way that at certain points you're behind one day, you're behind... You're, you're fairly behind, you don't fall as far behind due to exponential scaling. For example, going from 21 traits to 22 traits on Artifact is the same as going from 1 to 17 under your aspect. Yeah. So you get one trade l- later, but you get seventeen trade points in your off spec artifact, which is a huge gain.
0: Yeah, yeah. There there is a ebb and a flow to it, but um... absolutely. I mean, it, it's a grind. It's a it's a big deal. I think a lot of people get hung up on it, that it's gonna take a long time, and that's like, oh, nah, but like that's that's a huge benefit overall to the lifespan of the expansion, though. So,
2: yeah, the artifact research though just gets going so much. And then, by the time, like right now, I think I'm at 5,700% increased Artifact Power gains, which makes the tokens think the Mythic Dungeons, like, 13k. Mm-hmm. So, it just really gets going as you get your research up. So, it's going to be a lot easier to farm the Artifact Power later on, so hey, you, you can d- max both your specs.
0: Yeah, your alt specs are going to be able to be farmed up easy later on, but uh, you're, you're kind of at certain breakpoints, and you've just putting points in your main Artifact, too just because mm-hmm. you you need that extra artifact power to even make your artifact gains worth anything. So, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, for spe- specifically for people who are playing multiple specs, I would say once you get 35 trade points in your main spec, so all of them plus the first paragon, I would just say push the second spec till all of them plus sec- first paragon. Yeah. Because all of the de- gains after that are minuscule, so you're not gaining as much, but you can you can just boost your aspects so much higher so that you suffer virtually zero loss from it. Mm-hmm.
0: What's up, mm-hmm. Azor? What's up, buddy? Knowledge level nineteen is seven thousand two hundred. Well, it goes all the way up twenty five, which is like basically twenty five thousand percent or something like that. Yeah. 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 I'm not spoiling my druid class hall video. I'm like barely even looking around quiet. What's the one healing me. Um. What? Was there any other questions wanna, I missed? Do you ch- want to take
2: that question about prop warriors or do you want me to do it?
0: From who? I missed it. I must have missed it.
2: Drunky monkey. What do you think will be. You think Fury Warrior will be strong DPS and PV? Also, is prop warrior viable?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. prop warriors are probably one of the stronger tanks probably i would say the strongest tanks yep. slightly weaker than troops right now the key issue is how strong path warriors are right now is they've already started the ignore pain nerfs so mm-hmm, the question true. is how soon will they stop them because currently ignore pain is just broken so it's it's I, so I'm, weird i how... highly it to get nerfed sometime soon The question is, how much is it gonna get nerfed? So, is it gonna get nerfed to the point that it's, you're back to normal mortal levels, or you're still back to having, in a way, strongest self-sustain, and all of the warriors are going to start crying right now, how absorbs aren't healing, but in right settings, it's basically self-sustain.
0: It's, it's so weird how we had such a, a tumultuous back and forth on guard this expansion, in, well in Warlords I guess, we're already taking in Legion, but like in Warlords it was so much back and forth on how OP Guard was for Brewmaster, so they took it away. But they basically give back a very, very, very similar mechanic to Prot Warrior. I mean, they had Shield Barrier before, but Shield Barrier is not Ignore Pain. And it's so strange that they keep doing this, And and lo and behold, Prot Warriors are super powerful because of Ignore Pain! Who'd have guessed? Ugh.
1: It's each all over again. When I just remember warriors just pressing shield barrier and negating mechanics that other tanks had to pop cooldowns, except for monks. Yep. So mm. it's a it's a it's a good good design plan. I mean, realistically, I would say I I can see why they need it, right. but at the same time, right now it's just way too potent, especially as. Absorb, so I would expect that value to get nerfed drastically. If Blizzard wants to actually make balancing changes.
0: I mean, I was I was the devil's advocate here a little bit, but you have you have a similar absorb mechanic, kind of, on that Vengeance Demon Hunter, though. What, you, you know, you got that. What's it's that, that, that Soul Barrier. What's what? How good is that?
2: <laughs> um. Oh God. I'm personally not a fan of that talent. However, there are some people believe that it is very good. I I prefer using Fell Devastation cuz it's good healing, good damage. And it's good. It's good cool down if you've like nuke and or something.
0: Wait, what what Fell Devastation? I'm talking about yeah. Soul Barrier baby. There's last resort and he got two options La- down sorry. there.
2: Last resort.
0: Last is resort. It's really
2: good. Yeah, 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 I like that one, sorry. got those two mixed up. I think last resort is really good because it just literally saves you from getting gibbed once and then you can sometimes intentionally proc it if you know how to play around it and then right. if you take soul rending, you just are healing yourself up from almost everything for like 15 seconds which is really strong, especially in Mythic Plus you can just go without and your healer can DPS as well as in raids, it alleviates some pressure on your healers to heal the raid
0: mm-hmm. and you
2: can heal yourself up pretty easily.
0: It even looks like Guard. This- the soul barrier, uh, little purple shield. It is just- oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, ignore pain doesn't really have like a bubble mechanic. It just like puts a buff on yourself But but yeah, it's pretty funny. They keep they keep doing that I mean, I know there's only certain uh, there's only so many mechanics you can make for a a tank to Have for defensives. I, I understand that but But they've had so many problems with absorbs in the past over and over and over and over again so it's just it's weird that they keep they keep doing this and then they'll- they'll either be nerfed into obscurity or they'll be just powerful enough to be amazing all the time. So. Let's How
2: see. How important is versatility? I'll just copy paste the <laughs> stat weights. For survival, versatility is really, really good.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But if you're trying to do damage in dungeons or go with an offensive build, if there's a enraged timer you're trying to meet, you take mastery and crit. Because it will do more damage.
0: Right. I mean versatility is good for the the three tanks that do a lot of- I guess four that do a lot of self-healing. Yeah. So... My mastery apparently is minus 16% right now for some reason on my copy character.
2: What? It's a tooltipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty funny though. But yeah, I mean any- any spec, any tank that has self-heals. hmm You double dip so hard. Triple dip, technically. So, yeah, I would I would say protection paladin gets an okay dip in versatility, but you only have like a heal, so I it's mean, a little different, right?
1: Versatility is still the best stat for protection paladins. I would say. Really yeah, I would say number one is versatility. Number two is haste. Then you get like mastery, and then crit. Oh, okay. And I mean, that's also in part because our only, well, we have technically a few heals, but the only really main one that you care about is um, oh Hand of Protection slash Light of Protection. And that doesn't scale with Crit or Mastery, and it only scales with Haste and Versatility, so it's a bit odd situation where previously our Mastery was the reason why we self-sustained so well with Eternal Flame, in a way, back in Mob or, say, Sacred Shield. But now that it's gone and it's a percentage based heal, it only really scales with versatility, which mm-hmm. makes it just so much better than Mastery Recruit for self-sustaining purposes.
0: Hmm, okay. It's so weird how different the the paradigm is shifting with, with the four new secondary stats once they remove multi-strike nonsense. Nonsense. It's, multi-strike was nonsense, man. Such nonsense. No, it's so stupid. Um, let's see. For you guys that have played a lot of beta content, do you feel it's going to be hard to keep up with absolutely everything, aka world quests, class halls, mythics, heroics, mythic plus, raiding, professions, etc., or is it doable without playing 12 hours a day? Um.
1: I feel like it depends on a person, and especially how you're loading it. Because for the first I want to say they said three or four weeks, question mark. You're not going to be doing mythic pluses. You're only going to be doing mythics with a weekly lockout. After that, you have heroics to spam, which you can. World quests, I mean, honestly, you can do all of them. But there's a decent number of world quests that you can sort of ignore. It's better not to because they give rep, but you don't have to super... They're not super them.
2: necessary. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you get some gear from them, but the only really necessary one is uh, Nightfallen. Everything else you'll get pretty quickly anyway. So you would you're probably going to be doing the ones that give artifact points that might give you right. sometimes weapon upgrades. Probably not. Don't care about gold. Might not care about uh, class hole resources. There is a... I
2: think you're gonna. I think you want to get class hole resources so you can spam the. um Work orders to upgrade your class hall so you can get the two legendaries as soon as possible.
1: Right. So that course. is true, but I just noticed, as they say from personal play, I could mostly not even touch them and just get enough passive work uh, class hall resources from just other things that I didn't really have to actively go out and say, like, well, today I need to spam this, this, and that. It's just like, oh, well, I got all of my artifacts going. I mean, all of the research is done this without actively farming for it, so it's 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 not as bad as some people say. Yeah. I mean, professions Professions are basically relevant in, in reality because it's, it's nice, but you can buy everything of the action house, so you don't really have to spend time on professions.
0: And professions won't be really beneficial for any people that are going to be pushing keystone dungeons or um, raids anyway. Well... Because the gear only gets so high.
2: You want you want to use your Blitter and Forge to upgrade some of the trinkets that nephices. you can get. Yeah, like the elk trinket's kind of good, so you'd have to be Alchemy to use that. Um... And then the other thing that's good is the Darkmoon Fair trinket. Those two trinkets are pretty good uh, for some classes, so the, you the, might.
0: Does the DMF trinket get upgraded with Obliterum though? Uh, like I, I know there's there's some outliers for trinkets, but like once you get past that initial little stage, then they'll be not yeah. useful anymore. Okay, okay. that's what I, that I was curious.
1: Number one things that I would look into upgrading are just your rings and necklaces, because okay. there's um. I would say questionable decision to remove primary stats. It means mm-hmm. that the secondary stat optimization is just so much more important. Let's say if you got, if say I got a haste versatility ring, so it's gonna have stab and a haste versatility. If I get, say 10 item levels higher, crit mastery one, I'm just gonna say I don't care.
2: Yeah. Mm. And then if you have one that's a socketed, you're just gonna use that over that until you get like 25 I level upgrade. Sure. Which is and
1: and safe. so on and so on. So. JC items like necklaces and rings are going to be very potent because rings and I mean no, raids and even mythic pluses don't have all possible stat combos especially if you need to get both slots so at some point you're just gonna have to sort of craft it and upgrade it might I think somebody had a spreadsheet so like some of the craft pieces are best in slot till night hold yeah
0: well, you thought they were best in night Nighthold, but we didn't know that Karazhan existed.
1: <laughs> well, the issue so... with Karazhan is that it's in a way irrelevant, in a way, because right. it's Mythic Plus. It's not. I mean, it's, it's, mythic, mythic, plus. it's mythic, but it's yeah, not going to be Mythic Plus. So it's right. going to be 840. So it's not going to get pushed up. And I mean, there there is a chance that like this like one shot raid is going to give you all of those like rings and necklaces that you sure. can possibly desire, but there's right. also a chance that I don't know it Something amazing will happen, and we're gonna get a free one-year sub because we're all good players. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what's gonna happen.
0: Of course it is. Absolutely.
1: Lizard will donate everybody who tested the uh, beta servers and provided valuable feedback. one uh, that
2: did the one demon game game invasion game. testing. Yes, yes. Oh, Everybody's gosh. getting a one-year.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Where do
2: Guardian Druids stand currently? You want to do that one, Gray?
1: Yeah, I mean, Guardian Druids right now, I would say, is the most blatantly overpowered tank, and they're blatantly overpowered, but at the same time, they're very easy to bring down and crush into the ground.
3: Hmm. Because
1: in looking at Guardian Druids, they're crit... I mean, you look at how tanks scale. Gar- crit scaling for Guardians is terrible for survivability. You gain dodge, and that's about it. And dodge is super heavily DR'd along with and Blox's expansion, so it's it's pretty iffy you have haste which is good in terms of you get you get more rage but then again you also have probably one of the weaker active mitigations, so you're not benefiting as much from that haste oh, okay. you have versatility which is good and versatility I can't really complain and then you have mastery which is a god stat that just like gives that mastery to any other tank and they will instantly become best tank number one because it increases your maximum health and so increases healing you take so
0: the, mm-hmm. say
1: you have five healers in raid, all of them put some hot, some passive healing on you and you actually have insane extra healing going into you, while also just say giving you a much larger room for error. say if you didn't shield block shield of righteousness, some uh, mechanic from a boss fight, say trillion I know that whatever is a boss in nighthold, he has a spear let's say right. you didn't actively get in most other tanks you're probably gonna die or dip very low as a guardian, you're have way more health than any other tank i would say probably 50 percent more or so so i mean like yeah you might dip to 60 percent you're still not anywhere close to dying you're just like lol ferocious regen lol so yeah, guardians is, are hmm. pretty strong right now but if blizzard changes anything his mastery and how well it scales that braiding might fall down very quickly
0: yeah yeah they gotta be really careful with guardian druids because they they're in a weird spot where they'll either be really awful or just super strong. I mean, they've already they've nerfed their 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 stamina, their HP, like I don't know, three or four times over the course of this the beta period. I mean, because now they they've they've nerfed the stamina you gain from your actual traits. They've lowered the health you gained from your paragoning ability. They've lowered their mastery coefficient at one point in time, lowering their actual HP. They lowered their bear form HP. So they have to be careful about that, which I I don't know how much more they actually have. Um, I mean, my brewmaster right now has got 2.3 million, just a test character. Um, Let me see what my other character has.
2: My demon hunter right now is 880, and it has only 3.5 million, so... Druids just have so much more HP than everything else. It's kind of ridiculous.
1: It's also part of just how well you as a master gear, say, if you play of Druid, and you have haste, I mean, mastering every single slot, you're gonna be way stronger than other people.
2: Yeah, if you have a crap ton of gems.
0: Oh, yeah, that's obviously all. I mean, you're gonna want at least one gem for the huge stat gem, but, um, obviously gem slots are gonna be super random. But, uh, Dave also asked, Launchland Arrives, what's the optimal game plan to get everything going as efficiently as possible? Um, yeah, my, so my brewmaster at the copy character only has... Well, let me put trinkets on. Well, that doesn't matter. it only versatility. So 2.7 million, so it's like 400,000 more HP than the uh, brewmaster mm-hmm. copy. 400,000 is a lot of HP, though, so...
1: I mean, it also depends on, say, looking at the character, it looks like it doesn't have that much mastery. It has way higher credits than you would want, and so on.
0: Oh yeah, it's just a copy mm-hmm. character of PvP, yeah. It's only got 11.8% mastery. But I was just looking at the differences, and it's like a flat 800 eye level yeah. across the board. So still, you you can... They, they earlier on in beta, had a lot more health. I mean, early beta tests, I think we were seeing druids with like 8 million HP, and other tanks had like 3, which was not ideal, because then why would you not rate test without druid tanks? Because all the other tanks got destroyed, so that's obviously changed. But, um, yeah, the, um, this damn combat log. The, um, the, the question about, though, when Launch Knight arrives, I mean, are you guys leveling as tanks on your tank characters? I mean, yeah. there's no reason to not level as tank, yeah?
1: No? I mean, um, I'm personally leveling as tank because it's just. Like, red is okay, but as a tank, I just pull 10 mobs. I slowly AoE them down, and some DPS, if they need to, stop by and help me AoE them down. But it's just, AoE leveling is just so efficient. Plus, anytime you need to do any sort of uh, elite bosses, it's just easy as a tank. I would just mm-hmm. walk in, pop my Swifty background, and it dies in 15 seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, I think it's also going to be good to level as a group. So, if you do tank and a few DPS, it's going to be really easy to do it faster. It's that not to be worth leveling by yourself. Healers or, ask
0: all the time, should I level as a healer? I mean, not solo, but if you have a group of like some people that face tank stuff, get a tank or get some DPS buddies, then get in there. Because then you're going to level even faster, you level a lot smoother than you face tanking and healing yourself and trying to damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Nar asked about, do they add that that secondary... They talk about they were doing this, but I don't think they actually did it, did they? The whole re-rolling of a secondary stat?
1: I don't think so. I think it's only on crafted items. Crafted, yeah, type, not yeah. really, because they changed the re-rolling to just craft lower item level before upgrading it.
0: Right. Yeah, I think you can reroll secondary stats on your crafteds, but you can't... Not from raids, not yeah. from keystones. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so. Brewmaster monks? Oh, this is going to be a good one. How are Brewmaster monks doing? Are they viable in Mythic Raids?
1: I would say that they're more viable in Mythic Pluses than in Mythic Raids. I don't think yeah. that they're terrible in Mythic Raids, but I, mm. I definitely wouldn't play... I mean, if I was going for serious progression, Brewmaster would not be one of my choices for tanks, out of a lot of choices. Yeah. You can, if you're definitely doing casual progression, you can play as the Brewmaster. Mm. And this more casual progression, you can play as anything and be fine. But mm-hmm. for high-end mythic progression, Brewmaster probably would not be any of my top choices.
0: I brought up Brewmaster earlier on when we were setting up the show. And I said that like, they're really, really scary in the right hands. But I feel like they're almost like... So I, I compare Brewmaster monks, thinking about this now, to like a Discipline Priest. Like, a lot Mm -hmm. of priest players have, like, outcry. The discipline is, like, it's either totally trash or it's too hard. And that's just, like, the new paradigm, right? Like, a good disc priest will be awesome in Mythic Raids. But that has to be a good discipline priest. Whereas, same thing with the Brewmaster Monk now, that if you're just, like, not to be rude, but if you're just, like, an average player, then Brewmaster Monk won't be for you but, like, a really good Brumester monk will probably be really strong, especially if you have the right healer core in your group to, to make up for it.
2: Yeah, what I said earlier was they're just, uh, really high uh, what's up?
0: They're- they're prone to spikes, I think we went over, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. I
2: think that there's, like, a low, uh, skill floor for monks, and there's a really high skill floor for, like, warriors and druids, so if you're just an average player, doing those classes a safer bet for if you're just going to be a more casual player. Because they're really easy to pick up and they're pretty strong right now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because it's weird. If if a boss fight doesn't have mechanics that will chunk a Brewmaster Monk, they'll be really, really easy to heal. I think. Yeah. But, I mean, every tank will kind of be the same way in that regard, but brewmasters at higher gear levels can just counteract so much damage that they'll probably take less damage overall than most tanks, at least mm-hmm. from like a, a minute to a second, a second, to second ratio. But I again, would if say you...
1: it's still going to be warriors.
0: Oh, oh well. As it stands right now, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat. Yeah. I mean, the shield tanks have never really been bad, either, and especially think, with uh,
2: paladins are kind of bad and like. BRF in the start of HFC. But yeah.
0: That was what they when they get their haste nerfed and they get removed mm-hmm. their seal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's like a gameplay change. You go from hotfix to hotfix, right? we're like going I mean, into
1: paladins for bad, bad and high mole also. It was just I would say poor design where paladins were very strong offensively. If you went Seraphim, Harsh words, and everything else. Right. But if you played pure defensively, you still were squishy because very low effective health. So when you have Shield of the Righteousness up, you survive fine, but then every time it drops, you get dropped also. And it was just... And then Paladins got nerfed because they were doing too much DPS, while well, I would say being one of the squishier, if not the squishiest of tanks for all of the tier.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, for the guy that was asking about Vengeance and Legion, it's right now it's like middle of the pact for raiding, because obviously Warrior... DK, and Druid are, like, the three best. And those are the three tanks that most, most high tier players are going to want to use in progression. But for Mythic Plus, right now, Demon Hunters and Blood DKs are super good since you can basically compete with all DPS on Trash. And Vengeance, I haven't played much Blood in Mythic Plus right now, but for Vengeance at least, you can burst to, like, a million at, like, high eye levels, and it's really fun to play. So
0: There's, there's a weird problem that I wonder if Blizzard's gonna try to, like... Because right now, everyone always asks about, like, how... what to bring to Keystone Dungeons, or what should I main? And the reason why you bring up vengeance and blood, at least for the most part, if you get the the um, ethics that makes all the mobs mortal strike you, it'll probably be a little bit of a different situation, because that's... All you mean mobs. necrotic? Well, yeah. Will that reduce okay. all the healing you do to yourself? That's kind of a big yeah. deal? Yeah. No,
2: it doesn't reduce self-healing. it only reduce um the healer's healing so it's like that's why bladey K's and vengeance are so good oh on it.
0: so it's the reverse then because I had heard, yeah. okay I had done like I've done no mythic dungeons I have had because I was time, doing so. one
2: yesterday with that was aff- affixes mm-hmm. and I was basically just out healing the healer because it's really hard for him to heal me up the real
1: question is how long it takes until this is gonna get changed to affect all healing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, what it's gonna yeah. be that's, that's, does, that's does it just also sounds questionable, just, like possibly bug.
2: The thing about the affixes and the way it works right now is there are just certain affixes that just make certain things just terrible. Like um mm-hmm. the overflowing affix, which makes it when you get overhealed you get the absorbs. If you're playing a holy paladin and you holy shock someone crit for eight million, <laughs> it's like, alright, well thanks. This is yeah. great.
0: Well, is, which, which that comes down to a back and forth on which which tanks or healers or group compositions are better per week. Because might that might actually very much change from week to week. So, but the other thing I was going to bring up with Vengeance and Blood Decay is are the only two specs in the game that have, I mean, you can maybe bring up Ursal's Vortex, but that's on Resto Druids now, right? So, I mean, yeah. you have Chains or uh, Mass Grip. Well, ass. I think,
2: for Demon Hunter, there's some instances you don't use Mass Grip in, because they change it to a talent. Right.
3: Yeah, they do. Um,
2: and the other thing is about Demon Hunter is, if you are taking Mass Grip and using the Legendary Bracers, it's really broken. Or, like, literally, the Legendary Bracers in general, is really broken for five minutes, because you can basically have your sigils having 15 second cooldowns, give or take, all depending all on how the, you use your pain. Or, well, No, the way it works is, every time you Soul Cleave, you'll randomly get eight seconds off a sigil, sure. off the CD. So, if you only use one sigil, it's just only going to take it off of that. So, if you only use grip or only use silence, it will just have this insanely low cooldown, like 10 to 20 seconds, and you can spam it. Hmm. So, that's going to be insane for Mythic Plus because you should just going to either spam grip or if there's a bunch of mobs that cast, like in Mob Souls, you can just spam silence, and it's going to be amazing.
0: That's kind of a question we can ask. So the next show I do, um, Kagi, will be double healer. So I really can't, we weren't going to bring it. Why would I, if, as a healing priest, why would I ever choose Holy over Discipline and vice versa? That's a question we can ask uh, next show. I'll have just two healers on so we can go over that a little more
1: detail. Well, Discipline yeah. has pretty bubbles and Holy has pretty hearts. And wow. that's basically how the class fantasy goes.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Renew is super weak for Holy now. They're all about, like, straight... Oh, no, I'm talking
1: about animations. So oh, I'm oh, not talking about... I'm talking sure. about the class fantasy, because you choose classes based on class fantasy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's true. There was a question earlier about how do you feel that Demon Hunter's class fantasy has played out. I mean, uh, that's probably a troll question, but they look fine to me so far. Yeah. Is there any reason to bring a Warlock over a mage? And if so, what Warlock spec does lock have the most viable regarding Mythic Plus and raids? Um, I mean, Zim, that's not a question. Well, I mean, i would to say you really... That. Yeah, you can't yeah. really answer it right now, though, because how balance is going to change and, of course, the yeah. skill of the player. But as Echo of, like, ahead right terms? now,
2: yeah. as of, like, bring this relax. moment... Yeah, as of this moment, Warlock's not the best. However, if for some reason you were feeling like a gracious group leader to invite a Warlock. You wow. want them to be AF. Because they can do pretty good AoE with Seed of Corruption. Mm-hmm. And their single target is like, okay. But mages though, like Fire Mage Burst, is just insane. And it has really good AoE. Mage Legendaries are also super good. and they can You can swap them around and they can be super good for everything. You can use the Lust Legendary on bosses. And then mm-hmm. use the Dragon's Breath 1 on Trash. And just mix it up. And it's a lot more viable for uh, Mythic Plus right now. But obviously, warlock has the battle res, which is really important if you don't have yeah. one.
0: That's the other thing I was going to bring up too: is if you're, you want to bring at least one battle res class to every mythic plus, if not two. Um,
2: <laughs> there's some instances you can get away with not having them, but in the instance you ever want to do a death run, it's like 100% necessary to have a, either a shaman or a battle res. So yeah.
0: And by death run, you mean running past something and then breaking it and then yeah, rising. yeah.
2: A good example is like Black or Cold. Um, after you kill the second boss, there's just like those long stairways full of trash and you're gonna be already at kill count most likely, you're gonna be at 100%. So you can just run all the way up, as long as your tank gets aggro on everything and doesn't die. Run up in front of the boss, you die. Uh, make sure your person with battle res gets a res on the healer or someone that can res and then you just get everyone up and then makes the trash kind of, uh, <coughs> negated, so to speak. It's,
0: it's weird that they let this kind of, these kind of things always kind of maybe Well, giggle. they did
2: fix it pretty well. I think, with, the, the the giving the death penalty, like, you get, so you lose 25 seconds if everyone dies. Oh, okay, so that's, fair enough. You, that, that's, like, one thing. Then you lose time for resing. Uh, they made reses no longer reset when you take a boss, so if you, if you mess up at the, in, I pull before, 10 minutes prior, um, and you need to use battle res for that, then you don't have it up for the death run, so you can't oh, do it. Oh, the,
0: the battle res is reset, you mean. Okay.
2: Yeah, so you know how normally when you pull a boss, I don't know how many CMs you've done, but in WAD, the way it works yeah, is if you pull sure. a boss. Your cooldowns, or like your battle res resets, and when you die, like lust resets. Like they fix that, so you can't like just death run to reset lust. Sure. Um, stuff like that. So it's they're trying hard to like negate it and to combat it. But in, I think what they need to do is just fix mob time mob counts in some mm. instances because you shouldn't have like 180% mob count when you finish an instance if you just walk through it. That seems a bit excessive.
0: Yeah, if they wanted to get the mob count fixed out so you don't didn't do the death runs, then it would make it like almost to kill every single piece of trash on the way in. And just raise the number you would need to kill, so you have to actually kill trash, right?
2: Yeah, like increase the kill count required or and right. maybe put the bump the timer up five minutes and it would make it a lot better because then you would you would you encourage people to actually kill everything and not trying to run past it because it's a waste of time.
3: Right,
0: okay. Um well yeah I and mean, we could we we're going. We're really focusing on tankish questions right now. What's your question, though, Cola? Um, You're gonna switch from mage to warlock since we have too many mages already. I wanted to know: Is there already any theorycraft going on regarding warlocks? Oh, sure. In the warlock Discord, um, I'm gonna eventually have tons of links to all the different Discord chats um, that you can join. They have all the resources and stuff like that in there. Every class uh, Discord, except maybe rogue, is which I gotta poke someone about that. To so the rogue Discord gets a little bit Not- of love.
1: Um, uh, it has I, it. I can link it after this.
0: Oh, well, uh, the rogues were still, like, very much in IRC, or have they moved more back Oh, no, it, it's a
1: uh, rogue discord is, uh, it just, like, the oh, DK one. It's there's integrated.
0: Sli- there's fiery stuff. Yeah, assassination, outlaw, subtlety, sim results, FAQs. Okay, cool. Good, good, good. Because, like, a week ago, the Ravenhold discord was, like, bone dry with resources. It had people in there, but it was empty. So, okay. That's awesome. Good stuff. Okay. Um, and You're totally new to Warlock Theory Class when I played the class. Was mop, and obviously a lot changed. Yeah, you want to... This this is like a blanket statement and I'll be plugging the crap out of Discord because of my um, partnership that I'm going to be doing. And all this stuff going on with Twitch at the beginning of uh, the Legion launch. But like, that is the place to go. A lot of specs and classes don't have websites or forums or like that, but they all have a Discord every yep. single one of them and they've got direct access to really good players We've got all the resource stuff there they've got links to google documents and different guide writings and things that they are promoting in those discords so that is where you will go now it is like
1: friendship and magic
0: exactly it's so good that all of these exist so it's really 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 good uh let's see Dun, dun, dun. Do you think some brewmaster talent should be baseline? I don't feel like I have much choice here. Well, that could probably be said mm. for every single spec in the yeah. game. Rainfall enhancement shaman's rainfall got buffed. Yay. Anyway, go did ahead. Did it really? It, it did. That's it's good. still the worst talent they've ever put in the talent tree ever. Anyway. Rainfall's
2: rainfall's a good meme. I'll say that.
0: It is. A, yes, I will. I will say it's a saucy meme. That's fine. But um, I don't know. What do you think of Brewmaster stuff, what do you, I guess?
1: I mean, I feel like it applies to Brewmasters, same as to all other classes. Like, there's there's a number of talents that I would say should be baseline. There's also a number of talents that should just be, like, completely removed from talent tree and deleted from the code and just mm, come right. up with new things. Mm-hmm. Like, for, I, I mean, Brewmasters, I can't honestly st- talk directly about all of the talents because it's so uh, – Remasters get very touchy about when you discuss their talents and the uh, <laughs> skill caps involved in using them. But say, like, looking at some other classes, there's, there's actually, like, say, I would say trap talents, like, some of the warriors have ones. Paladins, there's some very questionable talents, like, oh, you can get retribution or you would think it's good, but it's a talent that never really activates and it's pointless. So there's, and there's, there's,
0: a... there's a weird back and forth to the people have to realize that there are. That the base talents, which is weird, because like there's also honor talents, but PVPers get both sets, so screw them. But um, yeah. If you have to look at certain talents and not think that they're all for raiding, some are going to be toggled on for dungeons, and some of them are also to be toggled on for leveling and for world questing. I would still argue that unless you're going to be like a crazy hardcore PVPer or like a super dungeon runner and keystones that you live there, the most content you will do in war in a in, in the world in Legion will be world questing. So if there's a different talent layout that's better for, like, you just soloing and derping by yourself, then you'll use different ones that you're not going to use in a, like, those won't be used in a raid. Like, if I'm going to take Lightning Shield and, like, Sundering, for example, that's to just kill stuff in the world. But I'm probably never going to take either of those in a raid setting. So, but that's, that's, they've made talents that are designed for different parts of the, uh, the game space now. They're not just all interconnectedly competing with each other anymore. So, yeah. There are some dead talents, technically, yes. For sure. For sure. Like, I was talking with my... With, um... One of my monk buddies the the day when we were doing some streaming stuff and whatever, and he was talking about how Special Delivery is the only talent in the 90 tier that works. Because, like... Yeah. is, like, okay. N'Zao is going to be abusable on certain boss fights. In progression, I guarantee it, because it taunts raid bosses. Um... And, obviously, special delivery is just a DPS increase, but, like, you have an RNG chance for AoE and damage, and then you have RJW. That's, like, your only choice, and in most cases, you'll probably just take special delivery. But they probably Mm -hmm. work out to be pretty competitive, because special delivery is obviously RNG damage, and resting Jade Wind is guaranteed damage, so... yeah, 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 But, I see what you mean. Um... Oh, here's a good one. What's the best? If you... I'll go back back and forth. So, Dreams, if you were playing your main, right? If you were to play Blood Death Knight in a raid. My main's what?
2: actually an Holy Death Knight, but yeah.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're tanking in a Mythic Raid... Yeah. ...on Blood, who is your preferred... If you could choose any of the other tanks that co-tank with you, who would you be preferred co-tank? Uh,
2: I've tanked with a warrior, and that's quite jokes, because I can just tank the boss and you can do damage, and it's pretty fun. But, yeah, I would say tanking with the is pretty good, tanking with the druid's good, because if there's, like, a small like mess-up, you a hiccup and taunts, it's really easy to recover with them, because they're just tanky as can be, I guess would mm-hmm. be a good way to put it. Um, I remember, like, on ursok, um, uh, if we messed up the tank debuff once or twice, it, he would be able to live through it, whereas I would just die. Um, so... I think just Druids and Warriors are just super good to tank with because, okay, Atlas thinks 2DKs is the best, but that's his
0: opinion.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, for myself, I think it yeah. really depends on what you're doing, say, as a Guardian. I feel like Guardians, you can play it two ways. You can be the soak stack, st- uh, stacks for rather tank. On, like, all of the fights where it's not just, like, get two stacks and taunt, but go to, say, like, 20 stacks, 13 stacks, 15 stacks, you can just use the Guardian and say like, well, you take five, six more stacks than the other tank. So you say on the Paladin, because I want to be using Seraphim for maximum DPS because tank DPS matters. And it looks awesome. (laughs) And it looks awesome, Kappa. (laughs) Um, So you want to have a tank that can just take a lot of stacks. So you want it as a Paladin, you want your co-tank to be say Guardian, you want to be Blood Decay, you want it to be Warrior. At the same time as a Guardian, Assuming you don't want to be soaking stacks for the other tank and just pressing moonfire every time it lights up. You also want to do the cat weaving, bear cat staff, whatever you want to call it. I say yeah. bear cat is better. Bear cat bear yeah, officially becomes a new feral when you actually go both forms. And ferals are just like a sad imitation of the good old days. But um, hey, they
0: can be catkins. OK? They can do stuff at range as well. They can I mean, throw moonfires. Yeah, well, yeah.
1: I mean I mean they can they can have their class fantasy from the benches but um the thing is that as a bear you still want to go into cat form so ideally I think you spend like five globals in cat form two globals in bear form so that doesn't really promote active tanking as much mm. lifestyle so you still you also want to have a tank who can tank for a while so if you're a bear you want to tank with say DK or warrior or a different bear and then you both can just do your barricade things together.
2: Well, it might be good also to have Demon Hunters as off tanks because they do a boatload of DPS right now for the other tanks, single target. So that could also be a thing.
0: Well, they just got just, rec- having... they just got buffed because they did like really low damage. They got their survivability buffed a little bit too, which they yeah. needed, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: The Soul Carver CD is good if you use the um, legendary that reduces uh, Fury Brand as well, so you can just always combo those two. And it's it's pretty good right now, since you can do quite a good amount of damage, especially on AOE. Your cleave is really strong.
0: Yeah, both specs have demon hunter. I mean, obviously more in the havoc pool, but both both demon hunter specs have really good like burstable on demand um, AOE. Yeah. Sure. Even the, though like vengeance is kind of like constant cleave because they just do it passively anyway. So.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, vengeance is pretty ridiculous if you. <clears throat> Double uh, infernal strike on something and then of it, it's quite a big amount of burst
0: would you, uh, ta- would you take like flame crash for all that stuff so you can keep putting your sigil up every time you do it or what would
2: Yeah, here I have a link to all the talents, so I can just link that Yeah Um right.
0: Real fa- Faru I don't know how to pronounce your name um, you Will see I you get playing? banned if
2: I link this in your chat? Uh,
0: I can permit you, or you can give it to me in a Skype. I didn't give you guys swords, I don't think, before the show started because we were kind of late. So, but um, for someone who's coming link, back playing spread. a disciplined priest for a couple expansions and now is looking to play a spellcaster, you're probably one that's not complex. The easier the better. Um, Frost mage.
1: Oh, I oh, wait, would... we're talking about Legion. We're talking about Legion, my bad. Legion, yeah.
0: So this is Vengeance Vengeance.
1: I remember hearing that Destro. It's not it's not overly complex, but it's decently fun, but I don't know how true it is. Okay. You can I always know, I... just play Fire Mage, and Fire Mage is consistently just complain about RNG if you do good if you do bad, just say <laughs> that you're a god player if you do good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I-, I wonder,
0: because to some players, the RNG of Fire Mage is ab- is acceptable. Like, you can keep up with it. But, like, Frost is really straightforward. I would say Affliction Warlock is pretty straightforward. You dot things and then spam one spell. And then you refresh your dots and you spam one spell. That's, that's I mean, there's more to it than that. But that's, like, the basic core of it. Um, I would say definitely don't play Demonology Warlock if you're playing Implosion. Because that Implosion GCD clipping nonsense is so... Ab- that's that's a different level, but um, yeah, I would say those those two affliction warlock is pretty straightforward. Frost mage um, to throw the hunters under the bus. Beast mastery and marksman hunter are both pretty damn easy. They're sadly not incredibly complex. Poor hunters. Um, survival oh, is. Oh, frost
1: DK. Frost DK. Here we go.
0: Frost DK is pretty good. If you're well, he's looking for a spellcaster. So I mean, you you, you, sure.
1: you do anything besides casting uh, howling blast. I don't well, know. I have No. A DK since, uh, How I howling blast is
0: howling blast is like awful without the rhyme proc. Now, like you don't cast it; it's a DPS loss. But it does no damage. Class it's
1: class flavor. Oh,
0: sorry. Yes, class flavor. Then spam howling blast all day, of course. Absolutely. I mean,
1: honestly, if you're playing a frost DK right now, you're not doing it for DPS. You're doing it for class flavor.
0: Well, <laughs> that obviously comes out of the Blizzard being good on their thing to balance the the specs around each other because. They don't want to have a huge disparity, because that would be bad. We need to not have a huge disparity, Blizzard, please. Uh, let's see. Uh Zazu asks about arms versus fury warriors. What are the pros and cons of each spec and which seems to more fun to play? Well, fun is subjective. But have have you seen anything in your your testing or dreams from your mythic pluses that you can comment on either warrior spec DPS being better than uh. the other?
2: I haven't seen anyone play arms in a Mythic Plus. I've only seen people play Fury, and it's not one of the better melee, I would say. It's definitely like a lot weaker than. Let's see. So, Havoc's better than it. Rogue's better than it. Uh, DK's better than it. Shaman's better than it. What are the classes am I missing, Greyhound?
1: Uh, Rogue, Monks, no. Monks. No. Okay.
2: Minwalker, Monks are better than it. So they're definitely, like, bottom... Survival
1: Hunters. Creatures. I think Survival Hunters are also pretty bad on AoE, so Survival t- Hunters yeah. can do whatever.
2: Yeah. Warriors can be good, though, if you don't have any stuns. You can bring them for Shockwave. Um, hmm. And then you have that constant 20-second CD stun. So it's they're not, like, terrible. They have some good utility for your group if you're missing a stun. So it's not they're not the worst class. They're not, like, as useless as Shadow Priest, but...
0: Well... T- yeah. Shadow Priest have a weird back and forth in Keystones, but they're terrible on trash and really good on bosses, I was told.
2: Yeah, if you play Standard of menace, you can just dumpster bosses, right. but then you AFK trash, so it's...
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know if it's yeah. necessarily worth it, but, yeah. yeah.
1: I remember talking to somebody who was saying that once you start doing really high ones, Shadow Priest also just sort of do good. Because just everything lives long enough lives for some dots to do damage. So like once you get to, I think they were saying 10 plus, Shadow Breeze actually become pretty good.
2: Hmm. Yeah, Shadow Breeze can be decent. Like at the higher ones, especially if you have like Raging as an affix. Because you want to just death them down and finish them off quick. Right. Um, and then MC can be kind of good on some affixes. If you want to use that for like 30 seconds. You can just MC something for 30 seconds and use it. Um, or you can stop it from getting bolster stacks, which is pretty OP, actually.
3: Hmm.
2: But, yeah. Uh, Rep Paladins are probably, honestly, worse than Warriors.
1: Red Paladins depend on how much you're cheesing things, because there are, like, some things that people might not want to actively use, but Holy Wrath and Shield of Vengeance, and all of those fun class-choice mechanics that you just use a different talent. If you truly can optimize them, they can be pretty strong. The question is that I would say most people probably won't be able to use them efficiently, which is another issue.
0: Yeah. Hmm. What Avengers mechanic were we talking about that reduced the cooldown of Sigils when casting Soul Cleave? That's a Legendary, right?
2: Yeah, that's Legendary Bracers.
0: Legendary Bracers, okay.
2: It's just eight seconds whenever you Soul Cleave on a random Sigil that's on cooldown.
0: Uh, oh, Mr. Goodcat was talking about which melee DPS specs have good survivability in Legion. Uh, rogues. rogues.
2: <laughs> yeah, rogues. That's. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh God. Demon Run- hunters are good when they're in meta because they have 100% leech.
0: Every three minutes, though. So yeah, it's not that's super
1: reliable. Every. Like
2: rogues. Four minutes, if you take the t- the three artifact traits. Yeah, the four basically, minutes. Basically, rogues. Because
1: you have faint, which sort of negates all the mechanics if you need more survivability you have the legendary bracers that also I think it's bracers that don't remember slots that heal you for some part of your max health which is actually pretty high every time you press faint I think it's like a five second hut I can check right now and then you have other survivability like rogues that are just like lol survivability as they always been plus you still have in addition to all of those things you have uh but you have? You have cheat death. You have cloak of shadows. So you're pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, it's, it's actually legs. It heals for twenty percent of your max health over five seconds, but it's off CD. So and. 25 seconds, you go from 0 to 100, which is still pretty good.
0: I would I would probably put Retribution Paladins in pretty good survivability because they can bop themselves or magic bop themselves if they talent into it, right? Oh, that's only I prot. I think it's only, it's only prot. prot. So they have bop, they have bubble, good. they have Shield of Vengeance, they have self-healing, so, like, they, they're they pretty good. I, I'm only salty because they gutted Enhancement Shaman's survivability. All we have is a DPS loss to Healing Surge ourselves. That's it. That That's it. We can stun uh-huh. something on a cooldown if we take the talent, but we have nothing else. Wolves don't heal us. We have only one actual um DR in Astral Shift. We lost Shaman's Rage. We have we have nothing. Our only movement tool is like a dash on a cooldown, which got nerfed in duration and speed. Like they just they gutted the hell out of enhancement sort of ability. It's so different now. Um But Class they buffed fantasy. Rainfall!
1: Class, fantasy, jazz hands.
0: Yeah. But they buffed Rainfall. I mean, Rainfall is so bad that it would take you standing still in a rainfall for, like, three minutes to heal you to full health. That's it's, brutal. It's really brutal. It's super bad. Um, let's see. People asking questions. People in chat. We asked about Furio Warriors... And we talked about a couple of things. There was a question again about the um, the uh, the seven point one talk that Washer just talked about at Gamescom. We went over that a little earlier. So overall, I think we all said it's a it's a good change, but we'll have to see how and what extents that everything is getting destroyed, and if they take that into account with certain boss mechanics that you needed range finders for, because otherwise it'll just be, you know, again I said you know get good, but it'll also be really annoying.
1: Just gonna uh, take some adderall before raids like they do in CSGO? <laughs> I mean oh wait, wrong channel.
0: Wait, oh wow. Oh you also you wanna start tanking Red in blood. Legion. Um oh well here, Will blood decay be a good tank to learn first? And I don't mean tanking like dungeons during leveling and stuff, it's just thinking about ult tanking some
1: runs. I think DKs are pretty good to learn. I know that Choxism is probably the best person to speak about that. And I know if you like uh, short novels, he's also a good person to read.
0: But uh, I mean, in reality,
1: I mean it's it's only like 50 pages. But in reality, I mean, like he has a point that death strike usage now, it's a lot less critical than it was in the past. So you can make it's you're not as punished if you make mistakes Mm -hmm. in playing with death strikes. At the same time, you have Marrow Runt, which I believe is it, it's sort of like similar to Monk's old shuffle. Yeah. So that, that's also it it's isn't too complex of a mechanic to keep up. So overall, like I mean there, there's a lot of room to min-max for dk's But compared to previous expansions, you're not as punished if you make bad plays, especially on blood DKs. I mean, if, if look at previous expansions, it fights like but then and we remember that blood DK exists as a class. We sort of feel bad. I mean, now they're somewhat better than those wonderful stages.
0: There was a there was a weird back and forth. I've been hearing a lot about blood DK that like it. I mean, it's always played like a DPS class. I didn't even realize my blood DK was deleted because they didn't have the server. Like I have to make a new blood DK real quick, but mm-hmm. they they play a lot like a um like a DPS and sort of always have and especially now with like one of your key abilities at least from Mara'ran standpoint just being an ability you just like you you hit it like almost all the time and you time death strikes the same way there's not a lot of I mean it could I could be a little oversimplifying this right now but you you still feel like a DPS as a tank is that is that still pretty true like you don't feel like a tank tank you're not like a prop warrior prop paladin you're not playing around those micro cooldowns because you don't have as many of them anymore. You just kind of face tank stuff and heal yourself. And
1: I mean, I honestly feel that in reality, like from how it feels to me, basically every single tank is just playing like a DPS with an extra threat ability mechanic.
0: To a degree. I mean, say,
1: yeah. say yeah. especially if you're trying to min-max the damage that happens even more clearly. Save is guardian druids once you do barricade. Mm-hmm. You, it has a, I would say, pretty sad rotation like muscle memory thing. So at some point you're just doing this rotation over and over and over again, and it sort of feels like a GPS. Because yeah, you you look at the mechanic, you see like, well, I might need to change something here. But generally you have like this, like say, like one flow, and it's this very similar for most other like classes. I'd say as a paladin, if you're playing Seraphim, you wanna pull your holy power foot and then like possibly hold some abilities to do like mini burst windows. If right. you're playing, say, Righteous Protector, I'm bad talent names, you want to sort of just remember to count your Shield of the Righteousness not only as a damage mitigation, but as a three second reduction on, say, Hand of Protector. So sometimes when you see, like, well, my Hand of Protector is at, like, right now two seconds, you might wait two seconds, take an extra hit, Hand of Protector yourself, Shield of the Righteousness, and it's already, like, you're going to gets the mitigation to survive, going to bump yourself up somewhat higher, and already reduce cooldown. So there's, there's, I feel like a lot of tanks are in a way very similar to DPS and how you manage them, and how you have to keep track of a lot of things.
0: And the better, at least from certain ones, at least uh, I feel with, um, like, Protection Paladin for example, the better you DPS, the better you survive.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, which... as a
1: Protection Paladin, I feel like that now that's, that's really not the case, because a lot of A lot of better DPS comes at the expense of for weaker survival, especially if we look at Seraphim. Yeah, Because your best DPS is basically Seraphim on cooldown every 15 seconds- Every 30 seconds, just two charges, which is terrible for your survival.
0: Yeah, but you have to make sure that you are hitting judgment like on cooldown for cooldown reduction purposes and stuff like that and keeping up SOTR. It's very similar to how like a DPS thinks where they are, you know, hitting certain abilities in a certain priority list in order. That's what I mean. And like you can't just like hit whatever you want and then you'll you'll have less survivability that way. So
1: I guess that's, yeah, that's true. But I mean it's also been the same way as for tanks for a while, mm-hmm. at least from how I see it.
0: The one thing I heard about blood decay it's really weird is you don't have unless you take, I guess, I mean you, you can take rune tab. Yeah. like you kind of have to because you actually have no flat DR. You have, oh mm-hmm. not like a cooldown DR, but you have obviously Mara rend and putting up stacks yeah. of bone shield. But mm-hmm. that's that's it. You have a parry in um in Nancy Rue weapon. Your even your consumption, your artifact ability is just healing. And then you have Vampiric Blood, which is more HP and more healing. So like you yeah. don't have an actual straight up shield wall style ability. Every other tank does, which is kind of a strange back and forth with blood DKs. But I guess I mean, they, they, they constantly take less damage, sort of, because they're always with Bone Shield, they always have Blood Shield, they already killed them. I don't know.
1: This is the parts when we do Jazz Hands and say Glass Fantasy.
0: <laughs> okay, sorry. Glass <laughs> Fantasy, that's right, that's right. But they have Bone Storm, so I mean, what else do you need, right?
1: Yeah, you can even macro in the sound.
0: You could, you, you definitely could. Just make that custom macro. Mm-hmm. It is kind of cool that all three specs of Death Knight now have their own um Breath of Syndragosa style mechanic. So you have you have Valkyrie and you have Bone Storm and then you have Breath of Sydragosa. That's neat that they did that with you guys though. With with Death Knights overall. Yeah. Then of course they gave Enhancement Shamans a weaker passive Bone Storm in Fury yeah. of Air, which is just was awesome and now it's like trash here. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um so there's that, let me see. Keep scrolling and checking here finding questions. When do you expect the final balance patch to hit? Uh never. They'll be first bal-
1: week of first after the first week of heroics is done. Well,
0: That's... yes, but they'll they'll be hotfixing and balancing stuff all the time, so yeah. It's never I mean, it never done.
1: R- realistically, the final big one is going to be after the first week of heroics going off black Grog going off, mole going off, HFC yeah. going off, siege. It's, it's when you finally get. Is it's you do the first pick of heroics and then you wait for patch notes to receive. You need to really quickly reroll before the raid Tuesday. <laughs> well, rock.
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't have enough time. But um, yeah, no. I mean, they're definitely they'll definitely have out, uh, big patches. All they always try to want to get a patch right before mythic starts and then they want to leave it for that raid tier. So yeah, we'll definitely see the Tuesday that Mythic's open. There'll be patches. There'll be a patch, mm-hmm. and then the Tuesday, and especially the Tuesday after Heroics open for Nighthold, when set bonuses and double legendaries are in play. That will definitely be a patch for sure.
2: Yeah, they we'll gotta see.
0: destroy Death Knights. Of course, they always of course. do. Of course. of course, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I put root up on my bar. Um. What do you think of Holy Paladin?
1: Well, I, I feel like my opinion of Holy Paladin changed drastically since the GameCon announcement about No More Weechorus. Because the wonderful raiders that like most Holy Paladins had oh that tracked their mastery is now oh, completely gone. Their mastery so
0: isn't even a huge point, though. Because you're either going to be close to who you're healing or you're going to be close to who you're, you're far away. Like You know, I don't know, it's a weird mastery, but yeah.
1: I mean, it, it, it's a class fantasy but uh again i feel like (laughs) i
0: heard your hands in that one that was pretty funny
1: i feel like it's a it's a bad idea when you make mechanics like this that you can't easily indicate like i mean unless holy paladins all of a sudden gonna get something like disc priest uh holy nova, not holy nova, atonement whatever is a big disc circle thingy unless they're gonna get something like this I just don't think it's going to be good because, like, oh, somebody was standing, say, like, two feet outside of you, so outside of, like, some golden range, so you're losing your HPS. It's just, I feel like it's a clunky mechanic because I know how much Blizzard developers like using the word clunky.
0: That's very true. Um... Uh, Dalek, sometimes I use I beam on single target because fantasy is building up inside me during the encounter and I have to let it out. <laughs> Just I mean, let it go. There's, you're going to be using I beam on single target anyway once you get the artifact perk. So it doesn't matter. Like you use it. Right now it's a DPS lossless hitting more than one target. So, but um, yeah, you're, you're going to still use it. I mean, you're going to be saving your I beams on certain encounters for timing windows where you want to be AOEing things down. You're not going to just use it on cooldown, like a dum-dum, but... We're talking a little bit about rogues and PvE. Are they competitive in DPS? Uh, they're like the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 right now, ferals are like making some shady shenanigans to look like a top class, but we all know that. Wow. Just like what happened to shadow Priest, just like what happened to Warlocks, nobody. You can't fly too close to the sun. The <laughs> sun being mages and rogues. <laughs> If you fly too close to the sun, your wings get burned, melted, and you fall and crash to the ground.
0: Wow. Jesus. it's pretty and hardcore. I mean,
1: but, see, I, I can cite my sources being the last, like, I want to say, five, six years. I don't know, the last time Feral was top DPS for bonkers and Blizzard looked at DPS meters and gets a nerf bat out.
0: No idea. Yeah. Not a clue. Not sure how I have three blood plagues on one target with dancing weapon. Oh, I think it's because of the, uh, the artifact that I want to say. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I was like, where did these debuffs come from? Um. I guess if I were to put like a just like an arbitrary like personal feel on how the artifacts for tanks all put together from you guys, how do you feel? Um, if you were to like the the best artifact on a tank versus the worst. Um, what do you think, Dreams? Which tanks
2: have the best artifacts? Yeah, uh, you mean... You mean
1: like abilities? Just like yeah. How, how, yeah. It's design. Yeah, how,
0: they, how they feel design-wise. I'm not talking about power um, rankings because that doesn't matter because oh. things can be buffed to nerf, but like, you know, you were talking earlier about how getting your first two golden dragons is really important, then after that, it's kind of like, eh.
2: Yeah, I like the... I um, We like Vengeance because... You can go one way, like there's clear like DPS gains, clear tank gains, and then just stuff that you just straight up need. Sure. So it allows you to like, actually pick, like, oh, you know, I want to have this trait because it'll give me more DPS, or I want this trait so I don't die. So I like that a lot from the Vengeance one, because you can actually pick, and it's not like the most cookie cutter thing. There's like three or four possible routes you can take, hmm. depending on how you want to play, instead okay. of it just being, all right, so you're going like, to do a big circle around, and you're there. And just go the same way regardless of how you're going to play?
1: I mean, personally, I I feel like it depends. Like, I don't really like Monk Artifact, personally. I feel like a lot of it is just not good in a way. I wouldn't... Some of the golden traits are questionable. I don't think, I personally don't like Artifact ability for how it is. I would say Guardian Artifact is probably one of the ones I like more because, like you said, there's, there's a few things you can do depending on which route you're going. Mm, okay. Which might or might not shift. This artifact balance plus bears getting multiple forms is actually probably one of my favorite additions in Legion. So thank you, Blizzard. You're actually making it sort of exciting to play Guardian. Oh, you yeah.
0: mean just having having the, the visuals, yeah. Yeah, well, the visuals, yeah. What you, also, in the fact that you can go you know, balance Feral or Restoration yeah. Infinity, I guess. Even though, won't Guardian Druids like, be balanced like all the time?
1: no you. if if you put single target dps if you can you go feral for sur- pure 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 survival you go resto for like yeah. aoe or utility you go balance kind of right. but like i said ga- guardians feel like a pretty good spec right now i like the artifact i like how it works i like the, the looks of artifact like i mean honestly like looking at warriors and looking at how all of their skins look i'm just like if i'm playing a warrior i need to farm old content for transmog because this artifact looks horrible well, like, well, that's, oh, that's, that's personal Lord. opinion. As as, say, as a paladin, I look at all of my artifacts, and I'm like, well, paladin artifacts look nice. Guardian ones look nice. Yeah, the
0: Reinhardt shield for crying out loud, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, like warrior's reserve is like level ten green as their like legendary shield or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, like the warrior shield is the sword looks nice. The sword is nice and swordy. Um, but the shield, it's like two of the shield models are pretty, but I guess it's just a big old shield, so. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know. That one guy pointed out something good, that some of the minor traits for certain tanks are better than the golden ones, which yeah. I think is really stupid.
0: Now, are you talking about mi- minors being the one of ones, right? Yeah. The, the one ones? Yeah. Just
2: anything that's not the golden. Sure. The dragon, oh, even the three yeah. threes. Because a lot yeah, of the three
0: threes just... are just... Yeah, okay.
2: There's okay. just like some, there's some three threes that are just like better than goldens for some things like uh, a good example is like what's a good example i know for havoc at least you go a certain route because all the miners are better than the golds mm-hmm. and then which is like kind of eh. and there's for Vengeance. it's like this one trait gives you it used to give you like 30 percent max health now it gives you three percent like i don't want to waste my artifact power on that so i'm just going to skip it
1: i mean it, it, yeah it's it's definitely a thing like say so especially if you look the trees three as a single trait. Like looking at say paladin one like the con- ex- extending duration of consecration by three seconds it's stronger from gps perspective and survival perspective and basically every perspective except of range aoe pulls and the golden turnforcer, enforcer which does a mini fire nova effect based on our avengers shield targets mm-hmm. and i mean like fire no- like yeah there, there's some like things that like as you get the legendary legs which increases the number of bounces you get by two your Fire Nova gets somewhat stronger, but it's still weaker in Consecration at three seconds.
0: Mm, so that's okay. fun.
1: We're stealing uh, Enhancement Shaman cla- uh, Class Fantasy now.
0: Yeah, it's not, it took away Fire Nova from Enhancement Shaman. They gave it to Protection Paladins and Holy Death Knights.
1: Now
2: we have yep. Holy Nova. Yeah. yeah and we have Epidemic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Epidemic is basically just a, a charge system Fire Nova. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Tears Enforcer is just Fire Nova on your Avenger Shield. Uh huh. Yeah. yep yep but butts those are things that are funny let's just take away a really iconic spell from a class that they were basically handicapped on and give it to everyone else Nah, i'm just kidding but yeah for real though
2: maybe enhanced shamans will be good now since they're not gonna have to be tuned to run fire noble. well
0: every every almost every um fight really 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 determined by single target damage so i mean we are all basically like a feral druid enhancement is we have single target burst and single target damage and we turn aoe into single target damage so yeah
1: yep it's to be good. fair to be fair i think maybe enhancement shaman are going to be good now has been the question since like cataclysm
2: <laughs> i mean you're not wrong wow
0: hey firelands we were really really pretty good and the and, and mop and, and, and high so happened
1: and all of the enhancements just like, oh, look, there's spine and there's a bench.
0: And see, in mean, Siege of Ogramari, we were good once we got high gear levels. We were the best burst in the game, but then that was all we had. We had three minute wonders and then we were crap. So yeah. rip old uh, ascendance. So sad, but. Yeah, I mean, people always get really hung up on like AOE and cleave a lot. I get asked a lot like, who has the best AOE? And I, I, I oftentimes don't like really care. Because in the first tier, all of tier 19 as a whole, there are really only a few fights out of sev- out of all 17 that even really have AoE.
2: Yeah, there's like Tachondrius, Scorpion. Um, a little bit of
0: Chronomatic Anomaly. And yeah,
2: I'm just trying to think what else. I, I can't pull up my Dungeon my Journal on my one. Demon Hunter because I still do not fix this. Yeah,
1: he gets the Wisps, he gets AoE, I guess. Yeah, so. it's
2: true, really serious. And a little
1: also, bit on like Elorifate. I think Dragons yeah. of Nightmare on whichever difficulty that has those tiny, tiny little sproutlings. Well, you're that run not around. S-
0: you're not supposed to have a lot of sproutlings though, because you're supposed to s- soak the plants though.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you play correctly, you don't damage as the but right, exactly. But it's, it's a it's a DPS loss to not cleave on them. That's how you parse higher. So well, clear, right.
0: and that's that's I brought up like the biggest trap boss of all time coming in in the Nighthold in the way of High Botanist Alarm. Which mm-hmm. is <laughs> such a trap boss because AoE and cleave on that boss, unless you actually gain single target damage from AoE and cleave, like an enhancement shaman or a shadow priest, is actually like uh, I mean, the biggest. Yeah, exactly. And the, it's the biggest waste of your time to AoE them because they heal <laughs> the <to> full. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's the biggest. But this fight will be retarded for parsing because eventually everyone's going to just. AoE, Stack BS. all three of them in AoE. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, and then all that AoE, like, more than half of your damage on that parse is actually useless damage. So... But it's whatever. It looks cool because my numbers are big, like my... You know, whatever. It's yeah. stupid.
2: That fight was fun the first time we tested that. I just played Vengeance and just top meters stacking all three. Mm-hmm. So, so stupid.
0: Yeah, but it's not...
1: That's not really viable. I, pointless
2: yeah. damage, yeah. It doesn't exactly. do anything. I mean, actually, yeah. I I like is-
1: for... Vengeance—it's a it's survivability game. Yeah, you
2: just heal a ton. All your fire damage, you sure. heal for. Sure. So yeah. Probably
1: also good for Pratt paladins and. Yeah. Yes. But everything else—it's just pointless uh. pad. Yep. So tanks get your pointless pad because it's a survivability gain. DPS don't. Just remember this, kids. When tanks are padding, it's a survivability gain. When DPS are padding, it's because they're scumbags. Very important.
0: Well, you can't. Oh, back on the whole. The whole... Final patch things in there. There you can't determine that because you can't. What are players gonna do? Are players gonna just store up artifact power on their spec and not use it, and then raid heroic splits with no artifact power, and then wait for the balance patch and then pull artifact power into? To say that. Like um, that's not gonna be a thing. That's well, honestly, so I've inefficient. Actually,
1: a lot of people say that that they're just honestly saving all of it in backspace on some of their like key split specs. Like, I mean, like if you're a rat, you're red. rat, that's whatever. Sure, But if exactly. you're like rogue, you might like, I- I've heard some people say is it's, oh, they're going to put in like, say 13 or 14 traits into one spec, 14 traits into the other specs. So they're like old, somewhat unlocked and you're not too far behind. Right. But you also didn't invest a lot into one artifact and then you're just going to venture everything, put all of your artifact power in your guild bank. I mean, in your personal bank. And everything, and as soon as the patch comes out, you pick the right spec, but it's it's questionable. It's it's,
0: it's not. I don't. I, it's not going to be a thing. I maybe for like, like again, what, what Greyhound said is correct for pure DPS classes, maybe, which is just Hunter, Mage, Warlock, Rogue. But yeah. um, you know, if you're if you're a tank or if you're a hybrid, it doesn't matter at all. If you're a healer, it doesn't matter at all. So. It's only for four classes in the entire game that should worry about that. And even though that's. It's. Uh, question about WoW overall. Since Legion feels like a good expansion, you got that right. Finally. I um, think there will be a next expansion after Legion? Oh, of course. I mean, I don't think I'm it'll be stop. for like two and a half to. Like, probably two and a half years from now, I imagine. Because they've already confirmed three tiers. So that automatically plugs you into two years just because if yeah, they put if a tier is five to six months or so long and then they got to put like a you know half a year beta period, that's two years. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in Legion until I uh, would say at least twenty eighteen, uh, if not early twenty nineteen. But again, I don't think that far ahead because we all could be dead by then. So who knows? <laughs> I don't know. The sun could explode or not. I don't know. Um, let's see. Which healers are you going to have in your main raid?
1: Uh ah. I think it's a tank you want to have, uh, a Shaman.
2: shamans, Holy Paladins, and yeah. Druids.
1: Mm. Yeah. I don't know about other specs, I don't- I mean-
2: Mis- I don't think mystery Monks are very good, and then Priest is going to be- I mean, you're probably just throwing a Priest. And maybe stack one of the other three that's really good.
1: I like maybe stack the druid. Is decent in reality because if we're looking at externals I mean you're not going to be able to get sacks from holy paladins because they'll just die in 5 They'd seconds die. and crown forums uh, <laughs> <laughs> sack can't sack
0: can't kill you though i thought it they stops remove that s- glyph.
1: Uh, so it's a damage still gets transferred and if there is any sort of right damage going out you're probably just going to see a oh lot you of-
0: mean in that regard but- yeah. Sure, yeah.
1: Sure, sure. And I mean it's uh, I mean I just personally remember how when our healer forgot to cliff it and we were doing Dark Animus progression, he used to try to double um double sack me and the other tank, and he was just die. Huh. Plus I'm, I'm also not sure if it's a bug, but I do remember hearing that if say if um if a tank takes too much of a hit, it transfers that damage even over thirty percent limit, so you you will still die from it. You can get if this,
0: yeah, uh, I, I can imagine. If if it's too much damage and the game doesn't correct in time in that less than a second reaction, I I okay, mean, it's possible. But like a holy paladin shouldn't just straight up die from sack. But yeah,
1: yeah, it just it, it's it's a risky mechanic that you're not going to be able to use as reliably as say, calling druids for bark skin or calling monks for life cocoon, which is actually not as terrible as people say.
0: Life Cocoon isn't bad yeah. at all. It's it's yeah, but it's just a three minute cooldown bubble, so you to mm-hmm. use it
1: like twice a fight. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's really no bad healers, and in certain fights, you're gonna definitely want to bring a Disc priest The wonder is that when we were doing raid testing the last time, it could have just been like just for stability, but I, I kind of wonder if like the four point five healer meta is gonna be pretty prominent, um, because we were running five healers. We were running 5.5 for some rate testing. And of course, that's just because numbers are all over the place. But with 5.5 healers, we were just getting stomped on. So I wonder if they're going to be retuning that a little bit, and you'll run, like, four healers and a Disc priest on almost everything. So you'll have, like, a swap position for, like, three-put healers. You're going to have, you know, you're, you're going to have your Holy Paladin, your resto Druid, your of Shaman, you're gonna have your well, priest, and then one other. I wonder.
2: You might run, like, a Holy Priest with uh, the Legendary. That when they go into spirit form they'll come back up with full mana and you can just spam like I think it's like 30 <laughs> seconds like that, oh yeah are getting owned
0: the improved improved death
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. improved yeah, so class flavor owned. I'm gonna go stand in some fire and die and then spam everyone up to full and then come back with full mana <laughs> full I mean,
1: isn't that what man. they were the Paragon <laughs> holy priest was doing that and I want to say in their no merit's Holy Priest or Paragon, I, don't know, I think it was Paragon's, was doing it in their Blackhand first skill when he went into Spirit Form to like spam people. That was a strat,
0: something.
1: yeah. Well, pa- so Paragon. It, 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 it's it's uh, Jazz Hands class flavor.
0: A couple of the top guilds always had, as part of their strats, killing players. Like, part of their strat was to kill players. Like, they would always sacrifice a tank and Mythic Archimonde on the first crystal to ignore that you had to waste all that damage on a crystal. Like, there were always, there were some strats that. That the higher end guilds do to kill people, yeah. So I've definitely heard about that. You, you, the Holy Priest dies during a heavy part of raid AoE healing, and they raid, they're, they're the cooldown. They're dead, is the, that's the cooldown, Uh uh-huh. Which is funny that they have improved, improved death in Legion. Uh, Yep. Uh, I'm trying to keep up in chat here. we got about ten minutes or so left. We've been bouncing all over the place right now, so hopefully you guys are soaking this all in. Doo, 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 doo. Super Soaker is basically. I mean, there's way too much stuff. There's so much stuff to take in. This expansion, it's so. There's so many little systems and, and bits here, and just stuff that's changed, and all these different nuances people aren't aware of. So, I'm really looking forward to the um, the Mythic Gul'dan World First Raid Race. That's going to be an interesting one, just because how shake up. How shook up the raid scene has been with the different guilds and stuff like that. And now the the removal of those kind of the range-oriented weak auras and stuff. That'll be... I really wonder what the raid race will be. And, of course, I'll be doing world-first um, interviews with the top guild that takes the cup like I did in the last two expansions. So we'll definitely sit down with them. Um, do we have any comments about Moonkin?
1: They're not pearls? I don't know. Moon I honestly, looking at sims, they look pretty mediocre compared to other specs and compared to Feral. I mean, I'm sure that there's like an angry Umkin about to pop up and say, well, our sims are not up to date or something. They're sure, actually sure, amazing, sure. but I haven't seen them. So right now, it looks like Feral's are actually pretty competitive. Umkins, not so much. What
0: I've heard not about, know. What I've heard about the Balanced Druids is that they actually have theoretically like the best, AO, the best burst AoE in the game. But it depends on, A, the skill of the Boomkin, and B, the positioning of the tanks. Because if you can really do a great Fury of loon the freaking you know, the purifier beam from on high, it is one of the highest DPS AoEs in the game, but again, it's only a four-yard circle. So if you can clump that stuff up and you can destroy it and turn it into mush, then yeah, it's it's super strong. But that, that balance route has to know how that works. And their tanks have to also let them do that. So that's like a big problem. They have so much balancing; It's kind of like a Fire Nova effect that I had for the last two expansions. Mostly this one. That if I can't Fire Nova, I suck. So now our Boomkins, if they can't Fury of loon tons of targets, do they suck? It's. I'm sure they'll be fine. But... They have really constant AoE. But as I've said, like, 900 times before in my live streams, constant AoE isn't really, like, a thing in World of Warcraft. If there's AoE you want to kill something and get it dead, it's not going to live for a long time. Well, on so,
2: progression, you can sometimes get, like, 8 to 10 seconds off,
0: so... Yeah, but that's that's be long good. form AoE, 8 to 10 seconds, right? Yeah. But that's that's not even that long. And as you get more and more gear, of course, that, that timer goes... Yeah! So, specs that have really good burst AOE are classes that actually are really beneficial, like Windwalker Monk, Havoc Demon Hunter, Arms Warrior, um, those classes have a lot of just, like, we need to kill these things now, poop on them. So, Mm -hmm. laying out multiple sunfires and moonfires and double stacking Starfall and dropping a full moon is so many globals that by the time you do all that, the stuff's dead. (laughs) So. Yeah. Which is, that's the only big problem. However, that paradigm changes a little bit in Keystone dungeons when trash lasts a lot longer. But that's the argument I'd put you brought up about how melee are better in Keystone. Because they have a lot more, like, reliable or constant or passive cleave. Like Enhancement Shamans. Like, the more adds you pull, the more single target damage I'll do. Which is such a weird back and forth. Very, very few specs even gain that. So. Which is, I'm interested to see how... I'll I'll work on Keystone Dungeons in the Future. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, because the, 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 the flavor of the month nonsense for challenge modes at the end of Warlords was like double or triple enhancement shaman and blood decay mm-hmm. and like a boomkin um, for the for the battle res. And yeah. you would just soul capacitor nonsense into trash packs and then like one-shot bosses. Um, with yeah, the, it was
2: with pretty stupid.
0: Bladestorm trinkets on everyone and yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even I'm battles? sure there will be some ridiculously fought on comp that comes out, like, just oh. stacking the, just stacking one class infinitely, and it'll yep. be stupid. Like might even be, like, stacking five, like, Blood Decays or five Vengeance Demon Hunters, yep. something stupid.
0: Mm-hmm, it'll happen. Gotta go fast. Even though, <laughs> just... I don't think even going fast in Keystones, it's about just getting higher and higher keys, yeah? I guess it's probably Well, I think on, rights. like,
2: on nine, it's about going fast, because you want to plus three it, because then when you plus 3 it, that means the two levels that you skipped you get loot from those so you oh, get level from the hmm. 10 and 11 without ever doing it what's is, the
0: what's the plus 3 threeing though at 9 how much time do i have, have left on your timer
2: is this the same time that you need on like every level um oh okay there's an there's an add on that tells you how much time uh, it is uh, it's called got to go fast
0: it's a it's a percentage of each of the f- overall times right yeah like to plus it is plus 3 the maximum though
2: yeah, plus three is the fastest, okay. or the most you can get, yeah. Okay. You can only get three chests from it.
0: Fair enough. I wasn't sure if that was, a what the actual math on that was. Because, again, I haven't done many mythic pluses. I've watched many. I've never done one, so. Yeah. Um, how are destruction warlocks doing? I'm not sure.
2: I played destruction on one of the testings one day, and it was just middle of the pack. It was okay. It wasn't yeah. that great, and it wasn't, like, super bad.
0: That's what I've heard. Uh, how, how do I f- see Disciplined Priests fitting into raids? Uh, they're a support class, and I think the better your Disciplined Priest is, the better they will actually be. They bring a lot of utility because they're a support class. Um, but again, that they, they really fall into fights. Like, the biggest fight for a Disciplined Priest to shine on, like, for sure, is Ilganoth, the Heart of Corruption. Just because there's, like, there's damage, but there's not a lot of damage. But you don't want to just drop a full healer, right? So, you're like, you'll 3.5 or 4.5 Ilganoth, I believe. Um, They're, they're really helpful to have, because they can constantly do damage to the tentacles and help, but then also keep healing the tank, taking the stupid big, this guy, this, this, whatever this guy's called, the Nightmare Horror. So, yeah, Ilganoth is a great disc fight. Mm-hmm. For sure. I would probably say dragons are an interesting disc fight as well. Um, you take a Dispriest into the portal phases, and they can heal the five person portal group really well. Absolutely, because the five people really works well with their AoE healing, because it it just hits at the whole group, so... Yeah, that's really, really good for them. So those two fights... I don't really talk about Nighthold. People always ask me about all this stuff. I don't want to talk about Nighthold right now, because it's not going to come out until, like, January-February timeframe. It's so far away from now we got to focus on just uh, Emerald Nightmare, which doesn't have tier gear. Remember, there's no tier gear in Emerald Nightmare. It's just like a intermittent. It's like a high a mall. High mall. Yeah. yeah, which is totally fine. I'm okay with that at all. Totally. It's and, a warm up. Well, we have two warm up raids now because we have the Stormheim raid coming yeah, as well. True. Yeah, we didn't know about that until yesterday. Uh, so if I go Affliction and Demonology with my Warlock and later it turns out destruction is the best, what happens? Does it mean that I'm basically effed? And I'm like two months behind, Uh, to a degree, but you should never see that big of a gap.
2: Yeah, at that point, you should have a lot of artifact knowledge, so it's pretty easy to swap and get a good amount of points in your off-specs. So I wouldn't worry about it that much.
0: Yep. Like, the longer the expansion goes on, the faster artifact knowledge research will scale down. Even for your ults that you don't play for a while, you'll be able to, you know, get their artifact knowledge up quicker like it won't be a week for one rank it'll be like a day or two days or something like that so you'll you'll catch back up so you can level those uh, but that's like that's 3 4 months down the road that's cuz blizzard is basically timing it that when nighthold comes out 4 months or so after launch your main character will be 34 or 34 possibly even 35 mm-hmm. um, with one paragon point if you've been really diligent uh, i know that's, lot my, of, that's my artifact artifacts power right yeah, the plan for a hybrid like myself is to get the one Paragon point um, before Nighthold. Because it takes you about 14 weeks to get 34-34. And we'll have more than the more than that time before Nighthold comes out. So, Yeah. yeah. Do you think Holy Priests have enough to get a raid spot? They can do whatever. They have jack-of-all-trades. They can spec whatever the, you yeah.
2: All the healers are decent. And we'll be able to get raid spots. Monk yeah. might just be a bit harder than the others. It's yeah, just, of course. That class is just in the dumpster right now. It's kind of bad. Only class, only spec that's good as Windwalker.
0: And do we think enhanced Shamans will have a place over over DKs in Mythic Plus? They're probably pretty on par, like Unho- um, Unholy and Enhancement Shaman. I don't know. I Unholy does more
2: damage, but Shaman's good because it has like Grounding Totem. Uh, cap totem and you have uh, lust, which is really important. True. Oh, and onk for uh, death running. If you yep. don't have any battle reses.
0: because you gotta—that's the weird back and forth on keystones. Is that either you—you you probably always want to have heroism, I would imagine, and you probably yeah. always want to have a, a battle res if you can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it kind of limits. There is definitely a meta in Keystone dungeons for sure. Easily yep. is. There definitely will be. And it'll it'll evolve more over time. So Um, are you saying any questions in chat before we get out of here? Greyhound? What are you what are you thinking?
1: Uh, not really, I'm just answering them in chat as, as we go.
0: Okay, yeah. If you guys are answering questions in text, that's totally fine. That's definitely fine. Yeah. Um, oh, we're uh, talking about the Paragon Points, not the Paragon Guild. And they didn't disband, they're just not doing the raid race anymore. They're not doing the end-game raid race stuff anymore. That's all. They're still a guild, but they're not going to be... Um, not going to be racing.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Is Retribution and Paladin really that bad? Uh, I mean, not really. Red Paladin, Feral Druid, and Enhancement Shaman are all really similar in that they're really good at single-target tunneling. Which is also always going to be necessary. It just comes down to balancing. On where their numbers lie. That's all it is. Rhett and Enhancement right now are both pretty awful because they get so much from their artifact weapon. Enhancement Shaman's having six traits that enhance Stormstrike. Six. And then on Ashbringer, you really need Ashes to Ashes to make your Wake of Ashes worth a damn. So that's like your first... I mean, it's your first Golden Dragon you get anyway, so that's pretty quick. You'll have that, you know, right around the time you finish leveling. So... Yeah. Am I going to be useful as a Holy Paladin in end game PvE? Of course. Yeah, every raid group probably run one Holy Paladin. I don't see why you wouldn't.
2: Yeah, they're super good at tank healing.
0: Yep. That that's never been untrue.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then Bob is good for certain mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like it always is.
0: Yep. Has anyone asked what resources are out there for new tanks that have never tanked? Um, does the tank Discord have something for that? I don't plug the tank only Discord. I only plug the class ones. So, I'm wondering if I mean, they
1: have... I it, mean, it has people who can help with uh, learning yeah, how to go, tank.
2: Yeah, if you go in there and ask questions, people will be more than happy to. There's, there's a few
1: yeah. channels designed specifically for answering questions related to sort of like logs or improving your play, and there's a few other channels that are not related to that at all. And it's important to notice the distinction.
2: Yep.
0: And uh, then Dark. I'm doing all right, Dark. How are you? My rogue has been my main for years. I don't really like the new changes, and I wanted a main Demon Hunter. But my guild don't really want, doesn't really support playing a Demon Hunter for raid progression? Why not? Havoc is going to be really great on certain fights, if not instrumental. Um, just because they bring so much burst AOE damage. They're really good on certain fights. So I don't know why your guild would prevent you from playing a Demon Hunter. They have no utility to help groups. I don't know, there's going to be some stupid darkness shenanigans I'm sure will rear their ugly heads eventually. With, obviously darkness is RNG, but darkness will probably be super awkward for certain tank mechanics.
2: Yeah, if you can just use it and randomly dodge stacks or something, so yeah. it's stupid. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely, it'll happen, it'll totally happen. Obviously that, that's like a, a once in so many pulls thing, but that could give you a kill.
1: Yeah. That could totally be It's, give you a, it's a real shame they took away from vengeance. It could have been a good mechanic for vengeance. Kill yeah. To have to have it's one, one tap darkness.
0: Yeah, yeah. they took it. Oh, probably too strong to have a tank have it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Havoc Demon harder is it, fine. They play it. And if your guild doesn't think it's good, I don't know what guild you're playing in that is like if you're not pushing like super, super, super high end mythic like you know, break your dick off progression, then you're guild shouldn't really have any stipulations on what you should and shouldn't be able to play. Uh, and even at the high, high level, I mean, I'm pretty sure Haddock will definitely see play because of Eyebeam and Fury of the Illidari nonsense that for burst AoE is so good.
2: Yeah, I and mean, you have a really strong single target if you take Chaos Blades. It's mm-hmm. actually ridiculous.
0: Um, let's see. We're basically at time here. If you've missed any of this episode, by the way, it'll be up on my website. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Stitcher. It'll be on Google Play Music. It'll be on my RSS feed. It'll also be on my YouTube channel. So you can watch or listen to it if you've missed any part of it. It'll be up online tomorrow. It takes me about a day to get all that stuff done. So... Um... I'll have all the class discords posted as well. You'll notice below the stream there's a Discord button. I'm making a new... Um... Invite page for all the uh, class discords that I'll be plugging the crap out of when Legion launches. So if you don't have it right now, I'll definitely be all about that. Profession wise, I don't know. Not really. Profession doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. For rating? Well, for money making
0: they- was the question. Oh. I'd probably say like skinning, mining, and just cre- just like gather a ton of stuff and sell it all in the auction house for I tons of money early on.
1: Say- Dual crafting is going to be really good because I think as of right now, so it's the easiest way of getting Oblitorium or whatever you want to call it. Blitterium, yeah. Yeah, Blitterium for leveling up your crafted items. Sure. Oops, I
0: logged in the wrong character. Um... Yeah, but I, I would say early on if you want to make money, all the gathering professions at the game expansion will always make you tons of money because people are lazy don't want to gather. They want to just buy stuff. So you could you could reap the, the benefits of, of that if you were looking for to make gold for sure. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. Um. So you're invasioning your mage up. Oh yeah, if you're not leveling your ults right now in invasions, then you're doing it wrong because it's so good. It's so good to level in invasions right now. Holy crap. When they fix the split XP problem. Oh, it's so juicy. Mm. Really, really good. Let's see, what happened to Trox? Um, he choked on his own salt. I don't know, he's doing his own thing. He'll probably come back on the show at some point, I imagine, during the Legion Junket. Guy is so salty, but he knows what the hell he's talking about. Is personal loot now better than master loot? Uh, if you're not in like a mythic progression guild, I imagine. You can't even do personal loot in, in mythic, can you? I don't even know. Yeah, you can. You can? I don't think you would. I don't think you would, but too many ults to level? Heck yeah! I'm actually gonna go get, uh, after this when we're done here, I'm gonna start leveling my Hunter still more. Gotta get her to max level before this comes out. Well, anything you want to leave your respected tank-ish communities with? Any words of wisdom? Um, or things to like, you know, not worry about or to worry about going, going into Legion? Greyhaw, what you got?
1: Uh, stand on the fire, HPS higher? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a good one.
0: I don't think I can top that. Wow. Maybe for Mop it was.
1: Well, I said HPS, not DPS. Hmm. If, if you truly want to get those healing ranks as a tank, you have to maximize your damage intake.
0: Oh, okay. For healing yourself, you mean? Okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Okay, I got it. Well, anything that's not... Um... Trolling,
1: <laughs> I mean, also because every person always asks for like in every single discord that unless you're going for, I would say, like top 20 world rank, it doesn't really matter what tank you're playing, you're true, literally can play anything, it'll be probably fine. Yep,
0: true, fair enough, feels Trox man. Uh what about you? Dreams, what you have to to leave people with? Any any nuggety knowledge nuggets? Uh
2: Demon Hunter's own and Mythic Plus. Both That's about it.
0: Both specs, I would assume.
1: Yep, literally the best
2: class.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: You get the maximum class fantasy. Yes. Yeah. uh maximum surface area of the edges. Oh gosh. The maximum well, All of the areas. spikes. All of the spikes.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, Bank might come back on in the future. We have no idea. Um, so a little bit of, 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 of announcement-y stuff then. So the regular Legion uh, interview junkets that I sit down with specs and talk about, you know, their specs, their class, whatever, won't start until the Sunday after the world first Mythic Xavius interview. That's, I think, a good point to like World First Xavius. Talk to those guys and gals, depending on who who's the, you know, whose it is. There are some of them. Um, and uh, we'll talk to them. Unless it's not, hopefully, it's not a guild that doesn't speak English. But I don't think it will be anyone you else should, than like a couple of totally better learn totally Russian. So I know. So. <laughs> yeah. I get, I got kind of nervous about that, that it's some like Russian guild that I can't interview them like, like, like
2: Chinese guild that would th- be pretty funny that would be pretty that'd be awful too okay. yeah
1: there's a there's a Exorcist local representative and tank discord available for all of your Russian translating help
0: wow fair enough Um so yeah that's when the Legion jungle will start there will be one more of these third pass open q and I'm going to bring on two healers it'll probably be next Saturday Um because the Sunday after that is my um, my Patreon uh, control bay for a day stream so I can't do it on Sunday and then, of course, the show is beyond Sunday normally. The the beta, this whole beta cycle has been so awkward and crazy. That's why it's all um, flip-flopped around. And that's why I'm doing a show on Saturday, which feels weird for me. Don't, you know, it it's definitely feels weird for me. But um, I think that's going to do it for us here. That was a ton of different questions I wasn't expecting. And we asked a lot more than, we got off tangent a couple of times from Tanks itself. Um, again, I will have all the different discords Linkable in the future, and uh, you can always follow the, all the social media stuff for these two nerds. Will be in the video description box on YouTube. So if you go follow them on Twitter, you can ask them stuff or go bother them in their respective Discord channels and ask them questions. But thank you both for for being on on the show. Anything else you wanna tagline out here before we? I mean, we end? wanna
1: give a if we wanna give our shout outs to our shout, friend yeah, go uh, for it. Diamond Forever a Trial, our friend C Emerds oh, no. Forever. Forever, not any more game content for them. No more going fast. When's it going fast gets too fast? Uh, I don't know. That's about it. Shout outs to our friends at, uh, what is it? Fell Fellhammer. Yeah, Fell Hammer yeah.
2: and Ch- the DH Discord. Yeah. Alright, I'll do mine. Shout out to my boys in Encore. You all got banned for counting in the chat. You guys yep. are stupid. Yep. Um, um, that's about it. Oh, shout out <laughs> to my boy Bruno. There we go.
1: Shout out to SPK for still looking for another tank after their warrior quit. Oh. We or still
0: clutch. go. We still go fast. They say. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ridiculous. Well, thank you both for being on the show. I'm gonna bumper this out, and uh, that's gonna do it for episode 116. Thank you for watching. I'm gonna run some ads. If you wanna stick around and support the show, but if not. You can check this out on YouTube, on Stitcher, Google Play Music, all that good stuff. And if you're listening to it right now in the future, uh, hello and uh, also goodbye.